Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're also brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. We are available all week. And every week, Outkick the Coverage radio program on the air here on Fox Sports Radio. Available anywhere in the country via foxsportsradio.com or the iHeartRadio app or 24-7-365 via the dedicated podcast. Subscribe to the Outkick the Coverage podcast. Make sure you don't miss any of Clay's musings. And this week, well, you won't miss our musings. Jeff Schwartz, former NFL offensive line veteran, is down in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm Jason Martin. I used to be a part of this program. Still blessed beyond measure to be allowed behind the OutKick microphone for my good buddy Clay Travis, who's down in Mexico with his family this week. So, as usual, one of the deadest weeks in sports, and Jeff and I are here. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, I know. We always, it's either like middle of July, uh, but I will say this. Uh, good to be back with you, Jason. Um, I saw you at the Super Bowl, and you have lost so much weight. So, congratulations. I didn't even recognize you. You are down a lot of weight. You're a new man. I love working with you. It's going to be a great week. Um, luckily for us, though, this time of year, we have tons of football. We still have football. I know when we do the summer, we have to kind of make some magic, but we do have we do have NBA, we do have uh, NFL topics, um, and of course, lots to talk about always in sports. But yes, we we have the weeks 
that we're fortunate enough to work sometimes uh, <laughs> don't have. And look, I know, look, and, and this is the topic no one will ever talk about, and we probably won't either, but there's like a huge issue in baseball right now, and no one seems to care about no one signing contracts. And it's just. Yeah, we're talking about and, money that's not out there that, that people it's, thought it's, was going to be out there for them, and we're right, basically at spring yeah. training, and both Machado and Bryce Harper still waiting on contracts. And like 98 other top free agents just don't have contracts. It is quite remarkable. But. This is not a topic that leads any show, but maybe we no. have a couple of minutes to talk about baseball at some point this week. Yeah, and maybe something happens this week as well in one of those stories, and we're able to talk about it. One thing that did happen last night was the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, there were 168 three-point attempts in this one basketball game last night. I know, Jeff, you're laughing as if I just spoke in hyperbole. I didn't. There were 168 literal three-pointers last night in the one, what was it, 188 to 174 Final in that basket. 178, 164. Sorry, I gave them credit for 10 points they didn't have each. 96 to 69, Team LeBron outscores Team Giannis in the second half to rally. Kevin Durant named the MVP. Look, I'm not going to sit here and just lament the All Star game because it is what it is. It is a showcase. They're out there having fun. They're throwing alley oops to themselves like Steph Curry did at the end of the game. You've got, again, a ton of threes. Guys are just out there. Every once in a while, you'll see a crazy defensive play. But generally speaking, it's just a showcase. It's just an exhibition. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you're going to say the same thing year after year, which is generally, well, there's no defense. There's nothing to watch here. I think one weekend or one Sunday after all, and usually, and we've seen this, Jeff, I think, especially this year, this All-Star game could not have come at a better time because these teams are getting salty inside their own locker rooms. They were getting salty. All these stories that happened in the the couple of weeks before the trade deadline and then now to the kind of a little bit past mid-season point, this is kind of a a weekend that the NBA players needed to just get out of the bubble and maybe go have a little bit of fun in the Queen City where you're at down in Charlotte. So how was the atmosphere? Did you get to experience anything that was going on? Did you make it to any parties? Was Jeff Schwartz invited to any of the A-list <laughs> environments down there? Um, uh, no. Well, I, I didn't try. I mean, I think I probably could have done some things if I wanted to. My agent was here, went to dinner with her at, at one of the local restaurants. Uh, that's very good Fahrenheit. I'll give them a shout-out. They're fantastic. Um, and uh, No, I mean, I, we didn't do much. We tried to stay up uh, out of kind of uptown where everything was taking place. Uh, just because it was going to be madness, of course. And lots of people were here. There were parties thrown. Um, I just, I'm hope, hoping one day Charlotte can have a Super Bowl because that would be uh, much easier for my life if the Super Bowl was was here in Charlotte. Uh, it was fun. Look, it's nice to have events like this. I know we have the, the ACC Championship coming up. We have a Sweet 16 coming to Charlotte. Uh, luckily, we're kind of over the issues that plagued us for for a couple yeah. years in North Carolina and back to just you know back to just sports and then look before we know it obviously the the NFL will be back we have minor league baseball here with triple A team you know, talking about you know eventually getting a, a, a baseball team here but it was it was a good week and you're right about the NBA All Star game here's the deal it's the same rule I have for the Pro Bowl if you're gonna watch the Pro Bowl and watch the NBA All Star game you're not allowed to complain about lack of defense you're just not you can choose to not watch it if you don't want to. It was a Sunday night. You could have found plenty of things to do. Um, and if you watched it and complained about the Pro Bowl, you complained about NBA All-Star Game, just don't watch it. It's a very simple thing. Uh, like you said, it's one night. Who cares? That, you know, you, wanna, you want to exhibit 
the best of your of your brand uh, of your league. And if you're if you're throwing you know dunks, if you're by the way the Curry dunk though, the Giannis was pretty awesome. <laughs> the one where it he was. threw the ball like a thousand feet up in the air. Yeah. LeBron Wade connected on on their old school little um, alley oop to Braun. So. I'm fine with the way it was. Obviously, the backdrop of the weekend was the drama, right? I mean, there was photos of LeBron at, at, a, at a restaurant uptown with Anthony Davis, and LeBron stacked his team with players he can recruit for next year, uh, and they're all future Lakers, Jason. All Every single one of them <laughs> no. are future Lakers. Danny's off, so at least we're not going to have to listen we, we to that soundbite all week. Uh, they might be able to pull from the computer at some point. Yeah, I probably just set it up right there. Now they're probably scrounging to find it to to ruin Hashtag my future Laker. Oh. <laughs> my, so it's worse than it used to be. That's the drama. That that's the drama for this weekend was was what's what tampering charges are going to come out this weekend yeah. and how is LeBron going to recruit any of these guys to to become uh, uh, a Laker at some point? Right? I mean, all the guys on his team. Were it, it was a hundred percent a business decision. I mean, I, think, I don't know if people actually realize what what had happened. He he, his team was almost everyone of the top players that are there that could be a free agent next year, either through opt out or are a free agent or might be traded in like in like an Anthony Davis. That's what he set his team up to be because therefore he can meet with these guys and look, you can meet with them anyways, but he can meet with them under the guise of I guess team planning and team building and start recruiting them. Yeah, and it was not lost on people, including Giannis, the other captain, who basically asserted isn't that tampering as he was drafting his starting five. They had fun with it. You know, it's sort of tongue in cheek at this point that tampering's going on or that LeBron's trying to stack his team or he's trying to trade everybody he currently has on his team. Look, the All Star weekend was what the All Star weekend was. We can talk a little bit about the three point shootout, we can talk a little bit about whatever that dunk contest was. (laughs) <laughs> on Saturday night as well. But generally speaking, and, and I think that maybe one of the topics we'll get into in a little bit more detail was NBA Commissioner Adam Silver and some of the things he said in kind of his State of the League address that he does on All-Star Weekend every year, including fighting back against the charges of, of no competitive balance in a Golden State Warriors NBA and using the Patriots and the NFL as an example to prove his point, which I think was fascinating, and maybe we can get to that in a, in a little bit. But here's the deal. Not a thing on the basketball court right now, Jeff, comes close to the entertainment value or the intrigue value of watching stuff like this Antonio or this uh, this Anthony Davis saga, LeBron yeah. versus Luke Walton, or LeBron versus half his teammates, or last year LeBron versus Ty Lue, or Draymond Green versus Kevin Durant in his own locker room or Kawhi Leonard and yeah. that craziness that happened last year and all of those. Like, most of the headlines during Super Bowl week when we were all in Atlanta, a lot of them centered around Porzingis and various things that were happening within the NBA and Anthony Davis. That story hit that week as well. That was all over most websites on the top line in terms of the headlines because of the drama that was involved. That's why ESPN.com right now has a high headline on its website of Scottie Pippen suggesting LeBron doesn't have the Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant clutch gene because that discussion is more interesting than watching LeBron James and the Lakers actually play 48 minutes of NBA basketball in a league where most believe we're just waiting to crown the Golden State Warriors again. Well, 
as much as I like the drama, it's good for our business. You're right, though. I mean, the drama is there because there's no surprise about who's winning the championship this year. It's the Golden State Warriors. I mean, if, if Boogie Cousins is going to be healthy and re- and like up to, let's say he's up to like playing like 85% of his old self, right? He's coming back from a knee injury still. The you know, condition is not going to be there. I get, but you have four players, four all stars that on any given night can lead your team. I mean, no one's beating them, right? Unless they have weird injuries. Houston had their chance last year. It didn't happen. They're not going to surprise Golden State this year. Um, and and they're winning the championships. You're right. The storylines are the drama. It is Anthony Davis because that situation is bad. It, it's it's he. You know, this weekend he went ahead and said, I'd play for every other team except – Yeah, well, now he can. The, the, I mean, the, it's ridiculous. I hate – tell me about this just to cut you off for yeah. a second. What? How do you feel about – Anthony Davis pretty much it's interesting because NBA players in particular but but he proved it they have so much more power than it seems like even without various clauses and things like that in their contract because when you put out a statement that says I'm only going to re-sign with X number of teams then that kind of cuts out a lot of other teams that changes what the Pelicans are able to do in many cases unless you look at the Paul George example where he went to Oklahoma City and think to yourself, we can talk him into staying yeah. here. Because who is going to rent a mercenary in a year where Golden State's going to win the championship anyway? Like, what middle-of-the-road team? Like, are the Pacers going to do it? Are the Jazz going to do it? Is Portland going to do it? And I'm naming teams that are sort of on the cusp or in the playoffs, certainly. Those teams are not going to wager all the current assets they yeah. have without real assurances that somebody like Anthony Davis is going to sign, or you just wagered half your franchise for a rental that's going to leave you anyway in the offseason. Well, the Lakers obviously wanted to get him because they thought he'd sign long-term, and I'm sure that, you know, considering LeBron and him have the same agent, I'm sure that was was going to happen. But you're right, these other teams, and that's why I think it's it's really only down to, like, Boston L.A., because if you're another team who's going to trade for him, and now it's obviously past the trading deadline, so you have to wait to the offseason, is is that you would get a, 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 you know, you'd have Anthony Davis with under the assumption that he would re-sign a long-term contract, a max contract, and you'd have your player there. I'm very rarely... um, Kind of uh, in the boat of 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 um, not really on the player side. No, no, no. no. Um, when we'll get to kind of how I feel about players and owners and with Anthony, with with the Antonio Brown stuff in a little bit, but I, I yeah, kind of think okay. this this situation has gone so bad where you you have to um, you have to not play him. I mean, like you're almost giving him a win by not playing him, but you're, you're having Anthony Davis who clearly, clearly he's like openly shown contempt for the Pelicans. Right. Yes. And I, and I know, and, and we'll talk about this, I guess now for a second, like I know you're supposed to be a pro player on social media. <laughs> like that, that is, <laughs> and I, look, I played in the national football league. I played in the league that, that is, not anti-player, but you know, player. You're not as free to do what you would like to do as the NBA, and I understand that. I'm not. I'm not really against that. I get it. But but like, we are so pro-player on social media that I am almost like not anti-player, and I'm I'm still pro-player, but not. I can't be that way on social media. And and I understand. Um, you know, if people say, well, Anthony Davis, yeah, he should just keep playing and blah blah. blah. I think that I think the Pelicans have have got to stop playing him. Um, you I have agree. a guy. You have a guy who's clearly, clearly not committed 
to your team. And look, you can fake it, guys, right? Players fake it all the time, okay? Um, and he's clearly not committed to the team that is being that's in New Orleans right now. Uh, he's getting booed every time he's playing a home game. He's clearly not into it. You have to move on. And look, yes, you give him a win. I get that. And people will probably be happy that he has a win, quote-unquote, a win for sitting out and preparing for next year. Um, but then you also, you know, if you do sit him out, though, from, from the Pelican side, you also kind of lose some of your trade value because you have to move him. Um, and I don't know if they want to play that game. And maybe that's why Dell Dems got fired because he had to handle this properly. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't take the Lakers deal. That was a lot of players, and a lot of picks, and would have made them probably a better basketball team in the long run. Um, maybe that's why Dell Dems got fired. But it's a bad – it's just – if you're a player in that locker room, if you're a fan of New Orleans, I get why you're upset with Anthony Davis. Uh, just showing open contempt for the organization that, that drafted him and, and has cultivated him. And I guess I don't know why he's so upset about it, um, but it's not good. And you need to he need he needs to sit out the rest of the year. Yeah, it's become a petty situation, and at this point, basically, he is just an asset. He's a he's an asset that needs to be healthy in order to maximize him. If you're not going to take the Lakers deal, if you play Anthony Davis and he goes out there and he rips an Achilles or something like that, then what have you got? You've got nothing. And you're not going to win anyway because he's checked out. The team's checked out around him. Even the coach, Alvin Gentry, has had enough. He was asked some questions right before the all-star break and he basically was just like i'm coaching the teams here like he's just had enough like the whole thing has become very very toxic so we'll continue to to parse that situation we'll talk more about all-star weekend if you watch this dunk contest if it's finally time to take this thing out back and shoot it and then the state of the league address adam silver comparing nba competitive balance to the nfl think that's a a fascinating discussion we'll talk about that next but before we can get to all that let me tell you everyone knows untuck it shirts how untuck it replaced that sloppy smock look of an untucked dress shirt with shirts designed to be worn untucked a lot of people think that untuck it shirts fit so well they must be made for bodies that came out of a magazine that's untrue untuck it shirts fit perfectly no matter what your body type that's taller guys shorter guys thinner guys wider guys even long torso guys the untuck it designers have mastered the proportions that determine how your shirt falls for that just right length and a neat casual look for all the shapes and sizes that other brands they well they leave them behind and now untuck it has just introduced a new relaxed fit option for bigger guys who want the same polished casual look of untuck it log on to the website it's untuckit.com and check out all the latest spring styles use the promo code clay that's c-l-a-y for 20 percent off your purchase or visit untuck it at one of their more than 25 retail locations across the country for, for all these guys for all you guys regardless of shape and size unsmock yourself unslop yourself untuck yourself promo code clay for 20 percent savings we're back in a moment on fox sports radio Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be it's going to be a good Monday when it starts with Tribe Called Quest. Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people pay for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. It's a confident show. It's Outkick the coverage. Clay Travis and his family in Mexico. I'm Jason Martin. I used to be the executive producer on this show. Joined by eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Jeff... I don't know what the scenario is going to be in the second half of the NBA season, but did you watch anything on Saturday night? Were you able to watch dunk contests, three-point land, any of that stuff? I mean, I've seen highlights of it. You know, I, I've mm-hmm. been – we watch – I don't know how much football you watch. I don't know how much football I watch. Uh, it's kind of been nice the last couple of, of weekends to just not have – I know we have the AAF and whatnot, but 
just to not have like sports to watch at night. So my wife and I saw a movie Saturday. Last night we caught up on on Shameless, one of our favorite shows. We watched three episodes last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I mean I've seen highlights. I saw that the dunk that won. I mean Shaq is legit like seven two to jump over Shaq. Yeah. is is very impressive. Um, and uh, and so that that was a, that was a big boy dunk. I just I feel like. You know, All Star Weekend has lost some of its luster. It's the same way I feel about baseball and their All Star Weekend. A couple of things. One is because of of the access to highlights now and to every game, it doesn't feel like you have to watch a player compete in a three point contest because you see him shoot threes all the time. Um, and you know, and, and dunks. You see every night now. You go on on NBA.com or go onto Twitter and see all the best dunks from every single night in the NBA. So when you see dunks happening on Saturday night of the All-Star weekend, it's like, okay, cool. I, I've, I've seen all these guys dunk so many times. Like I went on to YouTube I, for a gambling show on Thursday. I had to pick uh, winners for, for these events, for All-Star weekend. I mean, for All-Star weekend, right? The skills competition and the dunk contest and, um, and three-point three I just went point, on YouTube yeah. and watched all the highlights of all these players and figured out how I was going to you know, bet these games, you know, bet these contests or whatever you want to call them. And so I just think I think that's lost some of its luster because we have access to all the players now, right? In baseball, that was like the one time a year that you got to see someone from the other league play because <laughs> otherwise you only, you know there's no interleague play. You watch the National League for me, and 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 um, and that was it. And then that was a game, All Star game, where you can see the AL play. Well, that's not really the case anymore. You know they have interleague play in week one now in baseball. So. I think it's lost some of its luster. Um, I, I seen highlights. I, I didn't really care to watch it live. What movie did you go see with your wife? We we wa- uh, we saw we watched it at home. We don't go to the theaters because oh, okay. she she's she's weird, but she gets too cold and it's just odd. We watched uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Did you enjoy it? It was good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I'm not like a. I'm, I know you're a movie critic. I, I'm. I'm in the level of did I like it or did I not like it? Like I doesn't really I don't judge anything. That's all it really matters. I mean, you, you don't need of, to go A through F. I mean, yeah, people, people, yeah. some people. I'm I'm blessed enough to have people that want to read my opinions on it or whatever. But generally, I say the same thing. Was it worth your time or not? Was I it, thought it was. You know, thought, did you thought, enjoy I, it? I thought it was good. Yeah. Then last, like I said, we we like Shameless. It's like the one show that we watch sure. um, together. So we watched three episodes of that last night. We were behind on that. So uh, I'm kind of itching though to start like writing about football again. And, and and this is about the time I go to Vegas the end of this week. But when I get back from Vegas, I'll be like, okay, let's get back into talk a lot about football. Yeah, and we'll talk about some of it this week, and hopefully, maybe you'll be here in my neck of the woods here in Nashville as the draft's oh, going to be so. here in a I'm couple of get, months. Trying to get someone to pay me to come out there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll see if we can get that arranged. I say we as if I could actually make that happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what's going on. But yeah, yeah, like in terms of Saturday night, I I had some things going on. I watched the dunk contest. I've always been such a fan of the dunk contest, and but I'm always I would say maybe a third of the time I'm not disappointed. Once I actually sit there and watch it. And the dunk that you mentioned, the Diallo dunk that went over oh. Shaq where he put his elbow through the rim, that was a thing of beauty. And that was basically the only thing of beauty in that entire dunk contest. And we're seeing misses all over the place, which is not germane to this year. But here's the truth. We've kind of seen everything that's out there now. Correct. There's not anything left to do. Guys are not dunking from the three-point line. You know, they're still trying to hit the free throw line dunk with, you know, timing their feet right to make sure that it's actually behind the line instead of in front where it is basically every time anybody tries that dunk. 
We saw Blake Griffin jump over a car years ago. I thought that was one of the most overrated dunks I've ever seen. And then Saturday we saw a dude go over a Kitty Hawk plane, basically, trying to recreate the Tuskegee Airmen, and he clipped both the propeller (laughs) and the second part of the plane trying to go over, and it wasn't even that high off the ground. I'm not saying I can go out there and do this stuff. I'm just suggesting... We're not seeing anything we haven't seen before. We're seeing guys go back and do Vince Carter dunks or try to. Go back and do Jason Richardson dunks or Desmond Mason dunks or certainly MJ or Neek or whoever these guys are. It's If you like watching dunk contests, you're still going to get a little bit out of it. I do enjoy it, but this one was one I will not remember to be sure. And then you had Joe Harris who's shooting over 50% this season from three for the Nets yeah. out-duel Steph Curry. And Steph Curry, who won it back in 2015, the three-point shootout, Joe Harris wins this thing, uh, 26 points in the final round, beats Curry's 24. Look, the, the NBA is more of a three-point league than anything else at this point. The three-point shootout kind of became more of the marquee event over the past few years because of the guys involved in it with multiple Golden State Warriors. And right. Curry said this is the last time he's going to do it. Uh, there was talk that maybe they could get Dell Curry out there. I wish they yeah, had. That, that, that would have been, been awesome in Charlotte. I, I thought Seth Curry was going to win. I thought this was like the one time the younger brother back home in Charlotte can outshine big brother and dad a little bit. And I, th- I think I think Del Curry though did they have like a like a legends type of thing right beforehand where they just kind of like were shooting around a little bit and he got and he got to he got to do a little bit of of that as well. Yeah, I mean he was out there a little bit. I I just put him in the daggone thing, like just just have some fun with it because I mean Del Curry is one of the more famous players. In Charlotte history. I remember oh, yes. I was living in North Carolina basically during his entire NBA career, and it, he was just a three-point sharpshooter. There's no question where the kids got it from. And if you, I just <laughs> yeah. have those three go out there and have a family contest and just not even have anybody else out there. I mean, you had Buddy Heald, you had Danny Green, you had Devin Booker. Dirk was out there. It was good to see him one final time. Uh, Dame, Seth Curry, you mentioned, Kimball Walker, Chris Middleton. And then, of course, you had uh, you had Steph out there. So, I mean, some of the, those names are a lot better than the dunk contest names. I would be very surprised if more than 5% of the OutKick audience, and no offense to you guys, but I would bet you 5% maybe of the OutKick audience could tell you anything about the four participants in the dunk contest on Saturday night. And I that's look nothing them against them. They're just not – exactly. Like, John, Did you know any of them? Uh I knew the name Miles Bridges. I mean, he's in Charlotte. Yeah, I, I know, right. But, and I, I mean, I knew De- I knew Dennis Smith Jr. I knew the favorite. O- only because... You know why you gr- knew Dennis Smith. Yeah, yeah, greatest yeah. tweet yeah. of all time. We were on the yes. air, I think, when this yes. tweet happened, right? Or something like that. I mean... Uh, slanging. 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 I don't know what we can say on this show if we can read the whole tweet or not. Um, mm. It was an unbelievable tweet. And obviously, he got traded this year, so I knew about that. Um, uh, the winner, I had to look... He was like in the G League. It wasn't even like on Oklahoma City's roster. Um, and then John Collins had to look up as well. So, I mean, look, that's part of the issue. And, and to your point, everything's been done now. We're going to get a lot of misses because guys are trying dunks that probably shouldn't be tried. Um, the three-point shooting contest, I think, is still something they can they can be around for a while. The dunk contest might have to have a new version of it at some point because to, to what you said, you're just not getting the quality of 
dunk and the quality of competitor because guys that pass on it because they can get hurt. I know Giannis, I think, said after the game last night that he might do the dunk contest. I don't, he's not, his agent's going to be like, you're not doing this. There's no benefit for you to, for you to do the dunk contest. Guys are tr- – you're jumping over airplanes now. There's a chance you get hurt. You're not going to risk that chance to get hurt to show everyone that – you. everyone already knows how athletic you are, so you're not going to do it. So what? what's going to be NBA's alternative eventually to the dunk contest? Maybe you bring in – College kids, but your high school, or high school, local high school nah, kids in the region. I, man, you got that dunk king, sh- that dunk king show that's had a couple of seasons that you know Kenny Smith was affiliated with, and with the trampolines Shaq and, and stuff? all those guys. No, they weren't using trampolines. I mean, they were jumping over motorcycles and stuff. And these are the most talented dunkers in the world, and it's what they do. They go to dunk contests and dunk oh, competitions would, all over the fun. world. Just put those guys out there. Those guys do dunks the NBA guys couldn't even conceive of. Or you know, or you could you could have like you know local, you know local high school kids get in on it a little bit. Because um, I remember, I think in high school, I think it might be the same way in college. Like, you're not allowed to touch the rim in warmups in high school and college. Like you can't, you can dunk, but you can't actually like. Touch, it's really stupid. So it'd be interesting to see. You know, Charlotte has good basketball. If you bring some high school kids in, maybe for it. But I'm with you, man. It, it just doesn't have the same flair anymore because every dunk's been done like what is there to do now obviously the one the, the other day was good but that's also kind of a little rip off of vince carter right i mean they add the shack part to it but vince carter already did that dunk uh yes and he did it better than anybody else is going to do it i mean because vince carter to me is the best dunker we've ever seen in the nba all I, due respect to the classics yeah I, it's interesting i saw a video and this that bothers me about how we you know we go on on twitter and say this was the best dunk contest test of all time a show like the 2002 one or whatever it was there was someone put up a highlight today of i saw this morning of kobe bryant dunking in games under underrated dunker i gotta say he was he, he brought it i forgot about kobe as an in-game dunker nice low-key lakers mention there let's bring in somebody that's not low-key at all <laughs> brian finley he's out in the update studio out in sherman oaks let's find out what happened Last night in the world of sports, Brian, take it away. All right, thank you so much, Jason. Kevin Durant whips up a 31-point performance to take MVP at Sunday's NBA All-Star Game as he leads Team LeBron over Team Giannis, 178-164. LeBron James had 19 points after the game. James laid out his approach with the Lakers post-All-Star break. But I feel great. Looking forward to the second half of the season and looking forward to you know, see what we can do. Uh, to get back in this playoff race. That's my only mindset. You know, that's the only thing that's going to have my mental space uh, for this next two months on uh, how I can get this team, you know, playing the type of level of basketball we were playing before my injury. As of now, the Lakers are three games back of that eighth and final playoff spot. Denny Hamlin in the winner's circle at the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Hamlin devoted the victory to J.D. Gibbs, Joe Gibbs' oldest son, who passed away last month from a degenerative neurological disease. Meantime, J.B. Holmes winning the Genesis Open at 14-under, one stroke ahead of Justin Thomas, who coughed up a four-shot lead, and Tiger Woods ended up tied for 15th, eight shots back. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. UFC Sunday night, Francis Ngannou did not play nice. He knocked out Cain Velasquez in 26 seconds in the heavyweight division. We'll be back with Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. 
From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now let's head back to Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in the Geico Outkick Studios. Coming to you live from those Geico Outkick Studios. Thank you, Brian. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com, call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Jeff Schwartz down in Charlotte, at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. I'm at Zone. I'm Jason Martin, Clay Travis. Well, he's at Clay Travis. He's also at Mexico right now with his family. He will be back next week. Thankful to uh, offer us the opportunity to sit behind these microphones this week. We've talked a lot of NBA all-Star Weekend so far. Coming up an hour or two, we will get into the Colin Kaepernick situation and the settlement and what's true and what's not about what's come out. And Mike Florio has actually written this morning about uh, the settlement just over the past couple of hours. So we'll, we will hop into that topic. I'm sure that's not slanted in one direction or not. It actually is not because I thought the up. same thing. But it's it's, it's, he, it's he not might, what you get, would expect from Mike Florio. He might get paid. He should be paid to be Ka- Kaepernick's PR person. Amen. That's that's true. Kaepernick and many others on that same level, I would suggest. Uh, we could talk about this a little bit. We may have to carry it over to the next segment. But Adam Silver did a state of the NBA address, and he covered a number of different things. Maybe we'll start with this instead of getting into the competitive balance argument. He said pretty clearly he won't, he wishes that trade demands could be handled in private as opposed to in public. And you know why that would come out of his mouth because of the Anthony Davis thing and, yeah. and all of that. Now, I know exactly why he would say that, but I also think Adam Silver doesn't mind that it's out there because it's making the NBA, just as we said earlier, Jeff, it's making it front-page news. It's making it hour one right. news at times here on this radio show and on other radio shows because we all believe Golden State is going to win another championship. And basically what the NBA regular season is showing us is – who is it that's going to get the privilege of losing to the Warriors later than earlier? <laughs> that's generally all we're finding out right now. All, With all due respect to how great uh, Paul George has been for my thunder and how good James Harden has been, obviously, and Philadelphia going out making a couple of swings for the future and, and Boston probably finding a way to come around and Toronto playing good basketball. I can name a lot of teams that are fun to watch play on any given night, not one of them would I place a single penny on when it got to a seven-game series against the Golden State Warriors, whether Boogie Cousins plays or not. Well, the interesting part about the parody is you really can't compare it to the NFL because um, the Patriots dynasty has lasted like 17 years. <laughs> the Warriors yeah. have only been around as their iteration five, five years, right? About five years. Am I right on that? Um, and they, they, they're the favorite in, in, in the, in the, um, in the playoffs. You know, New England was the underdog going to Kansas City and they were the, I mean, I know that th- themselves as both as the underdogs was not really, True in real life, but again, they they were they were they were not the most talented team against the Chargers. They were not the most talented team against the Chiefs, and the Rams had more talent than New England does or did, I should say. And New England won all three of those games. So yeah, you can compare them to New England I, in the sense that New England has ruled the NFL for so long, but the Warriors haven't ruled the NFL like the NBA. And and here's the thing about the NBA too: the NBA's had like six champions in like thirty years. So there's not a lot of parity in the NBA 
And people are fine with that. I'm okay with watching the Warriors play in the finals because they are an entertaining team. They move the ball around. They had a lot of threes. Like they're a fun team to watch. So I'm okay with them being a dynasty. If it was a boring dynasty that played defense and wouldn't even work in today's NBA, but a team that that was kind of boring to watch. Um, maybe the Spurs, let's say, had a run like the Warriors did. Maybe you'd say, ah, not very good for them. I think this is fine for the NBA because the East is very competitive. People will tune in to watch someone in the West try to take down the Warriors. What if the Lakers make the eighth seed? They'll, they'll watch the Warriors and Lakers play because it's LeBron and because it's the Warriors. So I'm not really sure the NBA needs to worry about the parity issue. Because they, they, they never really had, they never really had, they never really had it. Look at the champions in the last thirty years; it's like six teams. Well, it's actually not. That's actually incorrect. So we'll take a break and come back, and I'll, I'll clear that up and give you what Adam Silver believes and why he believes that what he's seeing in the NFL is more comparable to the NBA than maybe some would think. We'll see if you agree or disagree. Our telephone number, by the way, is eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you want to join us. Talk Sports 877-99 on Fox. We continue rolling here on a Monday. Up next on Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Might have to do a poll. Where does the Blue Album from Weezer fall on the 90s classic unforgettable album spectrum? Undone, the sweater song. It's 40 degrees here in Nashville. It feels like 32 outside so this one making sense welcome back to the geico outkick studios quick message from welch's grape juice the concord grape is the perfect grape needs no added sugar needs no added flavor it's also the perfect size and consistency for being smashed crushed ground up and pulverized into delicious antioxidant rich juice the world's toughest antioxidants welch's tough as grapes jeff schwartz with me i'm jason martin in for clay travis i'll kick the coverage radio program rolling along on this monday here on fox sports radio thanks for joining us 877-996-6369 that's 877-99 on fox to join this program we're going to talk colin kaepernick in the next hour so stick around for that but as we get to the end of this hour jeff i I sent you a text message a couple of days about this i just kind of want to say this broadly i have been wrong my entire life about <laughs> like almost all food uh yeah continue i mean i have experienced so many different meals in the past year and really even just in the past like 3 or 4 months and not one thing that i have tried that is new not one have i disliked in fact, I would go completely the opposite and say that much of it I've liked far more than I would have ever deemed possible. I mean, I could just start listing stuff to you right now that two years ago I would not have even considered, and I'm digging all this stuff. Like, the new version of me does not replicate the old version of me in almost any way, but I am just, I am, I can't believe how dumb I was <laughs> for 39 years on this planet. Steak is wonderful. It's delicious. And you finally had one that was medium rare, which is even better than I've had, the, the I've first had two you had. Which yeah, the I've first had two. Steak you had. I was like, well done. Here's the thing. And, and, and what's, what's, what's interesting, too, is like you're eating much healthier now, but you're eating actual like food. 
where beforehand I think you had a lot of processed food, right? And you yeah. had a lot of it, look. It's expensive to eat better, obviously, and that's you know maybe part of you know you, you you're able to afford it now or or, or or whatnot. But dude, it's food is amazing. <laughs> that's why I love to, like I love to eat, man. It's it's so good. I'm glad you're getting to experience it finally. I know that the meal you sent me the other day, she crab soup and crab cakes. Oh my gosh, it was so blackened, good, man. A blackened steak, um, which I, I'm not a big fan of blackened steak, but I, I, any steak medium rare is the way to go. It's interesting because I used to be more of probably a medium, medium well guy, and my wife likes her steak still moving, which is a little a little rare for me. But mm-hmm. the meat, I tell everyone this, like in, until you, I know a lot of people are, are kind of well done people until you try a steak medium rare you have no idea like you just have to eat it you just have to try it it just tastes so much better i'm glad you're able to experience all the food now yeah all i mean it. it really you're you're dead right about medium rare first of all i had the medium and it was good medium rare there's just something so like savory and juicy in terms of just the flavors that come out when you when you get to that level, but you're right, the she crab soup that I had and the crab cake and whatever the dessert was that night that that we've had and I've eaten I hadn't really eaten seafood in my life either in the past month I've had halibut I've had scallops I've had ooh um, scallop good for you scallops can be interesting yeah she got scallops the other night and they had like a sweet potato glaze a, a, uh, a little risotto the, to go with it. Risotto is a good a, a side of scallops. What often? I mean, we were we were killing some fried Brussels sprouts. Like, oh yeah, there you go. It's truly, it's truly remarkable. Like I, I'm wrong about sports. I was bad in the <laughs> NFL playoffs. I just everything I predicted was wrong. Like it's so good that I don't gamble because I would have no <laughs> money. I would have lost all the money in the world. But I've never been more wrong in my life than I am about food. All the people that used to clown me at Jmart Zone on Twitter and, and would call this show and mock me, you were all like right. Me, I mocked you for not having a steak forever. And okay, do you, do you do you agree with my chicken take now? Have you do you eat a lot of chicken yet or not? Yeah, I eat a ton of chicken. So do you agree with my my? I, I know uh, we got we don't have time for this. We could do this later. All right, we'll we'll get back into food. And I, I don't think that that's ever going to be a problem for Jeff, and it's increasingly <laughs> certainly not going to be a problem for me either. Up next, well, we got to talk about it. Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, settle with the NFL. What's true and what's not? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hour number two, Monday edition, coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're also brought to you by our good friends out at True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True cash offer, not available in all areas. Clay Travis with his family down in Mexico. I am Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone, host in Nashville on one of the Fox Sports Radio affiliates, 104.5 The Zone, former executive producer on this show, Jeff Schwartz. He played in the NFL for eight years on the offensive line, now writes for SB Nation and talks for a living. He's at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. We ended the hour talking about food, and I can just tell Jeff was excited about it, so we will definitely get back into it. I'm excited about it, too, to be quite honest. I want to see if a controversial opinion I had about about chicken and Chick-fil-A has changed over the last year or so with you. I don't okay. think my I don't I don't think my take was that controversial, but it caused a bunch of issues on my social media mentions. So we'll we'll go at it again. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end of this hour. So let's talk a little bit about this Colin Kaepernick situation that kind of hit on Friday after this show was done. So Clay wasn't able to comment, at least here on Fox Sports Radio. But the NFL settles the collusion grievances filed by Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. And I told you that Florio had put out an article at Pro Football Talk today that was surprisingly, strangely objective, just in terms of stating facts about this situation. And when we were discussing yesterday, Jeff, what made sense for us to cover in detail today, this topic obviously came up. There have been moments where we didn't want to go into the weeds of this, and I'll go ahead and tell everybody out there, we're not going to talk about this in a political context. There's no point in doing that. There's nothing gained by doing that at all. We just want to talk out the situation a little bit because we feel that there is some misinformation out there and there's been some reckless speculation and it looks like Mike Florio has even come out today and basically said, well, we don't know for sure, but it turns out that some of that speculation about the payout being 60 to $80 million and all of those things, that's not entirely accurate, Jeff. No, it's not. It's not accurate. So here's what's bothered me about this whole thing is, look, we understand that social media is very much on the side of Colin Kaepernick, and I get it. I've been on the side of Colin Kaepernick. I understand. Look, he he has he has been blackballed from the NFL. Right? There's there's no arguing about that. It's true. Now the issue is is we'll start with the collusion part of it. You have to be able to prove collusion, right? It's not something that you can say, well, Nathan Peterman's playing in the NFL, therefore Colin Kaepernick is colluding against. No, that's not how it works. You have to have documented proof that collusion exists between multiple owners, okay? The owners are not that stupid. Look, I know people think that that there have been things the owners have done in the National Football League that have been, quote-unquote, stupid, and I think their reaction to Colin Kaepernick was something that caught the NFL off guard. I'm actually very surprised it did. If you remember all the way back in the NBA, David Stern, when, uh, when, uh, uh Abdul, what was his name? I want to know what yeah, his Mahmoud name Abdul was. Yeah, Mahmoud Abdul. Yeah. He, um, he, he, you know, he, he basically protested the anthem and they ended it right away, right? And the NFL could have done that. The story would have been over with, but they let it go. And that's their choice, obviously. I was just surprised they were caught, um, uh, kind of without a plan on this whatsoever. Um, but, Back to this situation. Okay, collusion has to be documented, either recorded or in email or text, whatever it is, of owners saying, we are not going to pay Colin Kaepernick. We're not going to have him in our league because uh, he, kneel, he knelt for the anthem, right? Nathan Peterman playing, Matt Barkley, whoever it is playing the National Football League does not prove that, that Colin Kaepernick was colluded against in a way that right. could be proved in court, right? In whatever court you want to use, arbitration or actual court. All right, so that's one thing. Secondly, this one that's bothering me about this whole story from the start about people. Uh, look, Colin Kaepernick is a starting quarterback in the National Football League, all right? Or he's a high-level backup. When a third-string quarterback signs in the National Football League, that's not a job Colin Kaepernick was up for. He's not going to sign a minimum contract. He might have to do it now. But he was not going to sign a minimum contract to be a third-string quarterback. So stop comparing every single quarterback that signed to Colin Kaepernick because those are two different jobs. If I'm Also, often- also wait a second. Also, stop suggesting that because he didn't play in the AAF – he didn't want to play football. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I, I do think I was on Clay's show on Friday, uh, my normal spot, and like I think that the AAF should offer him. I, mean, I think they should have a, a, a clause in their deal, though, like, hey, we can offer one player or a team, you know, more than the minimum. I mean, I think that if they would offer him a couple million, that'd be smart for business. I think people, I'd watch every single snap if if, if Colin Kaepernick was playing. I, I mean, the, I would too, the but AAF. the whole league doesn't. The whole league combined. I read this stat: the whole AAF combined barely makes twenty million dollars. 
Colin Kaepernick asked for $20 million knowing he wasn't going to get $20 Correct. million because he didn't want to play in the AAF because he believes he should play in the NFL, which, if look, if I was Colin Kaepernick, yeah. I would believe my resume was better than the Correct. AAF as well. I mean, Tim Tebow turned the AAF down yeah, well, as well. I'm, I'm not surprised there. Um, um, and this $20 million figure that was leaked out, I think it was leaked out because that's – I would say that's closer to what he got in the settlement than than is sixty to eighty million dollars, which is what everyone's talking about. So here's the deal about settling in these cases, right? So it's not a criminal case, okay? Uh, the burden of proof is is very high in this case, just like a just like a criminal case, but it's not a criminal case. Um, it's a civil case, and you're settling for multiple reasons. Settling is not an admission of guilt, unless it's written in the settlement that you are guilty, which I doubt the NFL would ever get that in writing if that ever leaked out, or Colin Kaepernick would ever put in writing that that he disavows the NFL of any wrongdoing. This was settled for one reason, discovery. Okay, So discovery is that if the Colin Kaepernick's side gets to look through every email, every phone call. Uh, every text message of NFL owners and gets to fi- find, you know, find basically uh, any proof of collusion. But within those, there's everything else that's said is part yes. of, of discovery. The NFL paid to make this go away. That doesn't mean that they are guilty of anything. It doesn't mean they colluded. It doesn't mean Colin Kaepernick won his case. It doesn't mean any of that. All it means is they didn't want to, to have their, their dirty laundry of any subject out of public, just like me and you. Would want our probably dirty laundry. I, I mean, I don't care. I have nothing to hide. But a lot of people wouldn't want their dirty laundry out in public, and they pay for that to go away. This is what they did. And and Florio's article basically said all that. Also said that if he's seeking employment, which is the the the, the thought, he probably didn't get as much as we thought because the NFL would not give him a hundred million dollars and then say, oh yeah, you can also play in our league as well, right? They would make sure that if he got a hundred million dollars, he would never play in the National Football League again. Secondly, right. I just keep, I know I'm rambling here, but like the idea that he's going to, he, the idea he's going to Patriots is out of this world. He's not going to New yeah. England. Why, why was New England brought into this? He, he well, fits, because Mark Garagos is an idiot, Jeff. He, Mark he Garagos. Fits, he fits nothing that New England has ever done no. in quarterback. Mark, I, Mark I Garagos. Carolina. Yeah, but that was I mean the two teams that he mentioned on CNN, he meaning Mark Garagos, who is also known for failing to defend Scott Peterson and Winona Ryder among others. He's basically a celebrity lawyer and he's Kaepernick's lawyer and he said, "Look, Panthers, they've already got Eric Reed. They just signed that 3-year, $22 million extension to Eric Reed or the Patriots, which doesn't make any sense on the field and it also doesn't necessarily make any sense with Robert Kraft being pretty tight with the president of the United States the last time I checked. Yeah. As well. Like that one did not make any sense to me and then finally CNN cut him off before he mentioned the third team because they realized and he kind of said, "I'm just kind of guessing here." But then there were like 7,000 <laughs> articles written about what Mark Garagos said on I CNN know. about where Colin Kaepernick is going. How, how thirsty are you for content out well, there this I, weekend to write that many stories about what an attorney speculated as to where Colin Kaepernick might play football with no knowledge of the situation at all? There are so many people that want the NFL to be guilty in this situation right to be wrong but 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 here's the way i boil it down to this and and you know uh, Flora wrote about this about the green bay packers as we'll 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 get to see their financial documents at one point because they're a public a public team um let's say let's just say for round numbers he got a hundred million dollars okay from the nfl hundred million dollars that's 3.1 million dollars per team not a lot of money folks it's a, it's a hundred million dollars is a lot for you. It's a lot for me. It's a lot for Colin Kaepernick. It's a Drop lot in, in the bucket. It, it's a lot in totality 
for a a former player or player in Colin Kaepernick. For me and you, for anyone listening to the show, that's a lot of money. I, don't, I, I would hope that maybe we have people listening that don't need $100 million, but it's a lot of money. But for the National Football League, it's not a lot of money. So if it's worth $100 million, let's say, to, to for them to not have discovery, which it probably is, I mean, it's probably worth more than they paid Colin Kaepernick, um, then then that's what they paid them to not have their dirty laundry aired out. So again, I no one won. I mean, everyone won in this, right? The NFL probably paid less than people think. Colin Kaepernick probably got more than he wanted, than he thought he'd get. Um, there's a saying that we use in football called it's never as good or never as bad as you think it is. Like a play, like a great play you had on Sunday in the moment you think is really good and then you watch film of it. It's just kind of not as good as you thought. And your worst play on Sunday, you watch film of it, it's not as bad as you thought. It's probably somewhere around this. It's not as good as you thought. It's not as bad as you thought. But as Florio points out, if Con Kaepernick is still going to play, then he is. he's not going to probably get as much as we thought and here's a couple good points in the article it's on it's on pro football talk now um that the owners did not have to approve of the settlement which makes you think it's not probably a lot of money if they didn't have to approve of it um and that um and uh the last one is uh the one about the one about people connected to the league basically saying that the amount that they believe in the settlement here was going to cover the league's anticipated legal expenses for the duration of the arbitration with perhaps a bit more. And what was anticipated there was those amounts were in the seven figures, not in the eight figures. I'm sure that this is an eight an eight figure settlement. Oh, yes. But I don't think it's anywhere close to sixty to eighty million. No, it's not. And so I just I think that this this has been covered poorly by a lot of people that have no knowledge of, of why, you know, you could settle and here's the thing, and people say this, well, if they settle they're guilty. You know, people unfortunately um, you know, plead guilty to crimes they didn't commit. <laughs> Right, so not everyone who right. is guilty for whatever re- you know for or, or is guilty you know because of a plea, which is essentially what they did here. Right, they settled um, is is committed a crime, and 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 I don't think the NFL. There's I don't think there's any proof that they, they colluded. I will say this: I think they blackballed them. Um, whether they did that through a coordinated effort, I don't think so. I don't think, and, and maybe they all got together in a room during during the league meetings. They turned the cameras off and had no one recording and said, we're not signing this guy. It's possible. Hard to prove that. And this is the point. This is case was always going to be hard to prove. And I don't begrudge Colin Kaepernick for taking the money. I know people are like, well, he sold out. I don't think he sold out. He 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 got money from the NFL. And also, when you look at the fi- financial part of this, you know, what, what he was on a, a team that wasn't very good. And, and let's say he's the 20th rated quarterback. I don't think he's above 20. What's a 20th guy making in the NFL now, right? Lower... What, $15, $20 million probably, right? Yeah, we're so, about to see Marcus Mariota get paid, and I would say he's outside of the top 20 right now. Yeah, but that's a little different situation, I think, when, you're, when you've when you been starting for many years, like like he has, probably. But um, whatever. But let's just say it's $20 million. So the settlement's going to be, what, let's say two years at $20 million maybe, and then plus lawyer's fees. So maybe it gets to $50 million, but that's probably what you're getting at is two years of salary maybe, and they, you know, two years of missed salary as a low end starter in the NFL, and then you know legal fees. And so I, I just think that people were so excited for the NFL to be wrong, to be proven wrong, to have colluded. Um, and you know, Eric Reed obviously had no case because he got signed and got right. an extension. Um, and do I think he should have got more originally? Yeah, but now he got paid and, and it's over. And so will Colin Kaepernick find a job? I, I'm still very doubtful of that. I do think the Carolina, where I'm at in Charlotte, is an option for him with David Tepper as the owner and with um, you know Kaepernick and maybe Cam being a little similar in styles of play. 
and you know the openness of of the ownership to to sign Eric Reed to a contract. And now the story's over. I feel like we're we're done with the story. We we moved on. Kaepernick's been paid. Does he come back? I I don't know. He's been in NFL three years now. Yeah, you know your point about discovery is really good. I'm gonna give you a quick anecdote. Um, that that goes back to the mortgage crisis at the end of the last decade. I actually mentioned this in another story last week on my show here in Nashville. When you look at one of these articles, it's titled NFL Settlement Avoids Disclosure of Emails, Texts, and Testimony, and that's what you were just talking about as it relates to discovery. During the mortgage crisis, when the various investment bank executives had to testify before Congress, one Goldman Sachs executive Carl Levin was part of the committee that was investigating this and was asking the questions. And he asked this one particular guy, he said, so there's an email that's discussing certain CDOs and and certain derivatives that were just straight crap. And the word that was used was crap. But it was still saying, let's sell as much of this crap as we possibly can. And then basically he asked this executive, he says, how do you feel about those terms being out there? How do you feel about that information how do you feel about your colleagues and you saying that while you were deceiving the american public and this guy before he could stop himself now he tried to backtrack after the fact but once the horse was out of the barn you could not shut that gate his response in that moment was i think it's very unfortunate to have that on email and then he realized oh wait I think it's very unfortunate to have said that. I don't know. It was it was completely ruined at that point. So you have to wonder, even if you're the NFL and you don't know what all is in that communication, you haven't seen all of the the documents that would then come out. Would you really want all of that out there publicly? Because if no. there's one piece that goes wrong for you, that could open up an entire new can of worms. So keeping that discovery from actually seeing the light of day, uh, that's very lucrative. For the NFL to make the decision that they made. A hundred percent. And this is all this is about. And, and people, you know, look, there's many people I dislike on Twitter, like the types of people, like I know Clay talks about, like after taxes guy. I mean, lawyer guy on Twitter that has no idea what's happening, just speculation and, and whatnot. It's just so, it's just, it's irresponsible, man. There are people on social media that there are legal experts that you can follow that cover the NFL. And they said the same thing. We don't know who won and lost this. There's probably some truth to the NFL won this because they don't have to go to discovery and Colin Kaepernick won because he got money. Like we, like, you know, got each side probably came away thinking that, that they won. Um, but I'm just, I'm happy that Florio isn't a former attorney. Uh, he might still practice. I don't know. I don't think he does. Um, actually wrote an article that lays out what the facts of this settlement are and that they are that probably he didn't get as much as everyone hopes he got. And just because it's, it's, you know, people are respecting, oh, cause it's confidential. That means the NFL lost. No, it doesn't. That's the way these work. They don't want any of them. They don't want any of this to get out. And look, and, and there could also be a side of Colin Kaepernick that's like, look, we didn't get, we didn't get as much as we wanted. So we don't want this out as well. It's always so one side on social media. Um, and, and I'm for Colin Kaepernick, but it just bothers me, man. It's just, it's, it's one it's, side it's, and it's, it's agenda driven. It's agenda driven on all sides. Whatever side you agree with, you're going to find a way to try to say that that side won when the truth somewhere generally lies in the middle. And the truth in this situation before it ever started was both of them knew that the NFL was in it going to end up paying some level of money and that it was never going to get to a verdict that was never that was never going to happen this thing was not going to end up in a courtroom with all sorts of things coming out it was going to be settled before it's been settled now we'll see whether or not Kaepernick plays football again if you have thoughts you can chime in at 877-996-6369 that's 877-99 on Fox hopefully this story is about to be over for good 
Up next, a saga that continues. Antonio Brown. We continue to talk about, well, money and people playing football next. It's Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Just based on the bump music and the taste of the crew, I'm going to assume that this will land. Still, and maybe Roberto will want to chime in on this, but still probably the wildest show I've ever attended live. I think I was 18. 
senior year of high school, Rage Against the Machine and Wu-Tang Clan together Wow, in Charlotte, as a matter really? of fact. <laughs> I saw a show. Wow, that's dope. And ODB was not there, uh, the late ODB. He was, I want to say he may have been in jail at that point in time, but that was an amazing show, and I look back on it, and I'm just like, how was I at that show? Like, <laughs> it's yeah, absolutely cool, amazing. To be there, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, unbelievable. Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people pay for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jeff Schwartz in Charlotte, at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. I'm Jason Martin at JMartZone. I'm here in Nashville. W. Arborough is in the studio with me. He's taking your phone calls. As a matter of fact, let's take one right now. Here from the state of Tennessee, Aaron will join us here on Outkick the Coverage. Aaron, how are you? Good. Good. Yeah, actually, I'm. So I, you know, I'm, I'm actually driving through Nashville. So I just, I just waved at you guys as I drove by. Fantastic. I'm on way to, on way to Memphis. Um, so I, I personally think that it would be the best thing for the NFL with uh, Colin Kaepernick for him to actually get signed by a team, so that everybody can shut up about this whole situation and they can see how bad he really is. I, I personally thought it was a flash in the pan when he had, you know, a season or two that was real real good. You know, I could see Baltimore signing him for a veteran backup that's similar no style of play. He called but Ray Lewis. I, a I personally times. don't think anybody will sign him, but I, I I think a team with a running style quarter, quarterback would would be a better fit for him. But you know, once he gets out on the field and he shows, you know, how bad he really is. I think that'll finally shut everybody up with the whole situation because, you know, my opinion was it wasn't political. It was the fact that he wasn't any good. He was on the bench before he got cut. I mean, at San Francisco. Yeah, we understand what you're saying there. And, look, I I agree in some forms. I would say the Ravens would be the last team (laughs) that he could end up with considering what he said about Ray Lewis and what was said, what was his wife said. His his girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, so it, yeah, that would that would not be where he would land. I will also say this: like I was always of the belief that the reason he didn't have a gig, for the most part, was yeah, he wasn't that great. And you could look at some of the other guys from the time period. Even RG three had similar yeah. statistics in early years. But I will also say this: Colin Kaepernick, I believe, was probably more talented than some of the guys that started yes. games in the NFL last year as well. Yes, look the the what is what the line what does the line Clay always say right? You're, if you're Talent outweighs your problems, then you'll, right. get, you'll get work. And that's, this is kind of what it was at here. Um, it probably, you know, Eric Reed, for example, who signed is still a good football player. Yes. The, the idea, by the way, and thanks, Aaron, for calling that, you know, you sign Kaepernick now and you realize he's not good. He's been out three years. He's not going to be a good football player anymore. I mean, come on. Uh, if he was a top 20 quarterback, let's say in 2016, what do you think he's going to be after three years out? Out. He's not going to be very good. So, the idea, like it just, it'll be obviously red meat to people that that dislike him. Hey, look, look, he's not any good now. I mean, yeah, I, I, he shouldn't be very good now. I would expect almost nothing out of him. Anything you would get from him if you do sign him would be a bonus. But this topic's not going away. If you sign him, it does not go away because then, well, what's going to happen is he exactly better start. What, well, no, what's going to happen is exactly what I just said is going to happen. You're going to have people that support Colin Kaepernick who are going to say. Uh, if he doesn't play well, well, he's been out three years. What do you expect? And the people that dislike him will be like, "See, we told you he's not any good." And this could be never. It's just gonna never end. And and I, I, 
I think there's very few teams that might sign him. Um, I think it's going to take a progressive owner, maybe a Stephen Ross, maybe a, a David Tepper here in Carolina. Baltimore is, is I, I guess people would like to say because of Lamar Jackson, he fits. He's better than Lamar Jackson. I'll tell you that. Or he was, I should say, better than Lamar Jackson. Um, but not after the comments he made about Ray Lewis and the tweets and stuff. Is he going to Baltimore? So I do wonder where he goes. Um, but again, I don't think there's a high likelihood of him signing anywhere. It, it, I know people say he wants to play, but it, it has not seemed like he's wanted to play for a while. Um, yeah, I agree. My argument about the AAF was I can see why he doesn't want to play for the AAF. Yeah, I get that. I'm and using that, that argument, using that argument is a bad argument to try and say he doesn't want to play football. But at the same time, I think he recognizes his value now is such that he's more valuable potentially yeah. in his own bank account as well, not playing football than playing football because being a martyr is a lot easier than going you know, 40% completions and winning yeah. five games because he's been away and he's so rusty and the league has changed and the quarterback position has become so much more dynamic, run by mobile guys who can escape pressure but can also throw from the pocket that I don't think Kaepernick would have much success at all if he was in the NFL right now. Yeah, I, I thought this for a while. I don't think it's wrong to say that he's decided that, that activism is, is more important than playing sure. football. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, I, I know people have pushed back that he's ready to go. But, I mean, come on. I mean, you, you could have – I know you could have taken less than you thought you were probably worth, which is tough to sell to anybody, right? Take less than you're worth. I mean, Eric Reed did it, right? He took less than he was worth last year. It paid off. He got a big contract uh, this year from the Panthers. So um, there were ways for him to play, I think. He didn't want to do it. Uh, it's just fine. I mean, it's, not a, it's not a bad thing. I think people view that as, as, a, as something that's a, a knock on Colin Kaepernick. You, you, people choose uh, to do you know, different you know, activism over other walks of life. And I'm fine with what Colin Kaepernick chose, but I, I don't think he, he really sought out employment as much as uh, I think he knows. I think he knows what we're saying. I think he knows what we're saying, Jeff. It's so much easier to have people say he's good and then not come out and prove the opposite. Like, if he comes out and he's not good, then that narrative doesn't exist for a lot of the media that has tried to prop him up. Right. If he does not play again, they can continue to point to the fact that he made a Super Bowl, that he played well in the NFC Championship game, that he won a lot of football games when he's a quarterback. They can point back to the, the positive statistics and not have a right. recency that does not match up with that narrative. Right, and that's part of this as well. Is, you know, He is will always be talked about in a positive light by his followers because he never went back to football, right? They, they, they will continue to further his cause. One thing I will say that I did not like about some of the stuff that I saw this weekend um, is, you know, well, will he give some of that money to charity? He's been giving money to charity, okay, guys? He's yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to use uh, uh, part of the settlement to continue to give to charity. So let's let's drop that. He, he has put his money where his mouth is. He's donated a million dollars at least to various charities. Um, so you can knock him for taking a knee or whatever you want to do, but he has given money. He has, he has done good things in the community. So can we, let's stop with that narrative because that's, that's just false. It's wrong. It's not true. It does not reside in fact. Um, he has given a lot of money, a lot of his own money. He's raised money. He has done good things in, in the community. And I don't want to say that it's for this reason, but I also think he's savvy enough in this way. I don't think that a lot of some of the opinions that he put out and some of the decisions that he made, especially early on, were not particularly prudent to his cause. But he's savvy enough to know that the audience that he is trying to reach, the audience that he's already reached, the ones that are the Kaepernick supporters, the Kaepernick converters, the ones that would sit in the pews and listen to Colin Kaepernick, they're going to expect 
him to donate money. They're going to expect that from him. And I'm not suggesting that's why he's doing it, but he knows he can't keep all that money. And he knows that he's going to be able to make more of it if he gives it away. Because that's how you prop yourself up as an activist. The, The opportunists that are out there, a lot of the people that are donating the most money are doing so for their own optics. And I'm not, again, Kaepernick might be completely above board and all of that but he knows that he's going to give a lot of this money away because he knows what's going to happen once he does once that story leaks about however much money he's donated to this there are going to be a whole lot of people that are going to write a whole lot of articles that are very favorable to colin kaepernick no and and and, and as he should you know donate you know donate the money and and continue to to support you know the cause that that, that he supports i yeah I, i would be very shocked if he donated none of this money i feel like he'll donate a lot of this money yes maybe we'll find out you know how much he does donate we'll find out a little bit more about about what he actually got in the settlement i and i've said this for a while and i think you agree with me on this is is um well i think the movement does have some legs uh i think he was the worst person to to start it um yes he he had no he had he had no pr plan at all just seemed kind of lost from the PR angle. He said some things at the very start of this that I don't think he actually believes, but he actually said and it, it makes it it makes it really bad. So when I say, well Colin Kaepernick like you know does not dislike the military, you can point to one quote he said where he you know was was said something derogatory about military members. So you can point to the the police socks, right? And you could always use these things uh, to further your anti-Kaepernick or anti-kneeling beliefs, whatever it is. And, I, you know, there's so many other NFL players, Malcolm Jenkins, for example, that, you know, could have been the, the PR wing of this movement, and it just would have been better. It would have, the, the message would not have been hijacked to the extent it has been. And I think the outcome, you know, generally speaking, would have been more favorable to the players. But it's, you know, it, it's, the, way, it's the way it went, and uh, this is where we are now. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a valid point, and it's it's sort of it's well, it was a coincidence that I mentioned that Rage Against the Machine show because that's what I thought of Colin Kaepernick early on when I'm seeing him wearing Fidel Castro and and all of Just, those kinds yeah, of things. He's the guy. He's the college kid that like now believes he understands the world, and he basically puts together a bunch of things that don't really make sense to try and say. Whatever he needs to say. He didn't know. He wasn't fully abreast of all the things that were going on, but he tried to stick to all of it. And I think that it did, especially early on, it harmed him mightily. So I think your opinion is, is definitely valid there. Let's bring in Brian Finley out in L.A., find out what happened last night in the world of sports. Well, we know what happened. Kevin Durant was the MVP of the All-Star game, and a whole lot of points were scored. Brian, oh, take it away. Hey, thank you so much, Jason. And, yeah, Durant mesmerizing during Sunday's NBA All-Star game. Durant looking for three-point range and knocks it down again. 13-01 for Team LeBron. TNT on the call. Durant named MVP, as Jason mentioned, pouring in 31 points to spearhead Team LeBron's 178-164 win over Team Giannis. Team LeBron set an all-star game record with 35 made threes. Giannis led all with 38 points. After the game, Giannis was asked, or excuse me, asked his followers on Twitter if he should participate in the NBA dunk competition, and yeah, he should. Would really bring some badly needed star power. Denny Hamlin finishes first against a star-studded field at the Daytona 500. Joe Gibbs Racing went 1-2-3. Hamlin devoted the victory to J.D. Gibbs, Joe Gibbs' oldest son, who passed away last month from a degenerative neurological disease. 
J.B. Holmes, who wasn't winning over fans with his slow pace of play, winning the Genesis Open at 14 under, one stroke ahead of Justin Thomas. In our Discover Car Key matchup, the San Jose Sharks taking on the Boston Bruins tonight at 8 Eastern. Become a new car member and Discover will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. And one more thing, UFC Sunday night, Francis Ngannou knocking out Cain Velasquez in just 26 seconds, landed an uppercut in the division of heavyweight. We'll be back with Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to the guys in Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in the Guy Kick Outkick Studios. Thank you, Brian. We are coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We heard J.K. Simmons, who does those farmer's reads that we hear every morning here on Outkick the Coverage. If you want just a, a quick pop culture nugget, as of course you know I used to write pop culture for, for Outkick, and now I'm writing it uh, for 1045thezone.com here in Nashville. Uh, counterpart, which was canceled by Stars. After its second season, J.K. Simmons' performance in both years, fantastic. Season two wasn't as good as season one, but if you need a show, something new, check that out. Even though it got canceled, it shouldn't have been. Very good show uh, from stars there. How, Jeff Schwartz is with me. I'm Jason Martin. How much Go ahead, Jeff. like do you? How much TV do you have to watch a day to keep up with all this with all this stuff? Or do you binge? Well, here's stuff? the thing: I don't watch nearly as much as I used to, and I've I've made a I've made no bones about this either on social media or uh, via the podcast I'm doing and, and all the various things that I'm doing. I'm, there's a lot of content that I used to be cool with that as faith has kind of become more and more important in my life, I just I don't gravitate to it anymore. So there's a lot of stuff that, that I just don't watch. So a lot of my stuff is now talking about Back to the Future and talking about The Office and, and things like oh, that. Oh, and honestly, there's a huge the market for that. Of course I have. I'm about oh, to okay. do oh. a five-week podcast series with guests Are you, are you really? about The Office coming up. Yes. I need to listen to all this. That's my favorite show. I've watched it like 10 times through. Uh, we had this discussion on Twitter the other day about favorite episodes, favorite. And so, um, mm-hmm. man, what a, what a diversity day. The basketball yeah, episode. One, yeah. Drug yeah, that's testing, one of the early ones. Drug testing. All season three is amazing. Um, a basketball yeah, episode, season one. Yeah, ba- so yeah, it's a basketball episode. Um, the early episodes were the early episodes of that show were were really really they're cringeworthy. Good, like, oh, they're like oh, you're just like you know, and they they after the first season two they softened Michael Scott up a little bit. They did it intentionally too. They had a focus group where they asked, "What do you think of this show?" And people said Michael Scott is mean, and they looked at the slick back hair that Steve Carell had and the yeah. way he acted. And the whole point of The Office from Ricky Gervais's original series to what was supposed to be and what we ended up getting was the hierarchy was supposed to be flipped. It was a subversive show. So the boss needed to be a buffoon. Right. He needed to be somebody that was fumbling and falling, and immediately Steve Carell comes back with hair that looks like Steve Carell in season two, and Jim and Pam, who are supposed to be who we all sort of gravitate to, the baseline employee and the secretary, they end up being the ones with the most common sense in the office pretty much continuously through to the end, and then we're able to actually feel sympathy 
as the Michael Scott character grows. So there's there's a lot of depth to what The Office did wrong early and what they were able to fix within about seven episodes. It was it's just the, the greatest show. Even I know season eight and nine without without Steve Carell weren't as good, but I thought I thought uh, they weren't as bad as people kind of think they are. And then the last two episodes were just amazing. The ARM or assistant to the assistant to the assistant regional manager, yeah. And the finale were just were just fabulous. Yeah, the finale were great. I, I will continue to say that the show should have ended in the airport when Michael Scott yes. took off his microphone and, and, and because that was seven, the general yeah. end. Yeah, when when he and Pam had the moment, we couldn't hear. That was completing the circle, but the ratings were too good, so they kept it going and probably shouldn't have, but they did nail the landing. When we come back, we have not talked about Antonio Brown. We will try to do that probably in the third hour. We'll have Alex Marvez join us to talk about that. Other things surrounding the NFL. Might get back into food to finish the hour up next because, well, that's what we do here. I'll kick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Final segment, hour number two. Outkick the coverage radio program here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz with you. Clay Travis back next Monday. He's in Mexico with his family. Welcome back. Geico Outkick Studios. A message from Welch's Grape Juice. 100% of the profits made from Welch's Grape Juice goes to American farmers. And if you don't know, here's what else goes to American farmers. 100% of the thrill from repeatedly crushing grapes, skins and seeds included, till all that's left is delicious juice. That is what else. The world's toughest antioxidants, Welch's, tough as grapes. All right, Jeff, what's the chicken controversy? So I said, I know Justin's back in the studio, and he is a, he's an anti-Chick-fil-A guy as well. Um, I'm not anti Chick Fil A. I think it's delicious. My kids love eating Chick Fil A. I think I actually had my first like Chick like Chick Fil A biscuit. I never really had one before mm-hmm. in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. We were doing a radio over yep. at College Football Hall of Fame, and they brought me some Chick Fil A for lunch. That's very good. But I came on the show a couple years ago. This is when you were just starting to eat steak, I think, and we just talked about <laughs> eating steak. And I said that that Chick Fil A is good. But it's not the best chicken, and people like were like just up in arms. I could even suggest that Chick Fil A did not have the best chicken. And I said at the time, I said Chick Fil A for fast food chicken is the best fast food chicken in my opinion. But there's better chicken. Like we have a like we have a place in Charlotte. It's Price's Chicken Coop. It's like a little tiny shack that makes fried chicken for like the last hundred years. It's only it's only cash only. Everything's in a paper bag. There's not even place to sit in. There's not even a place to sit in that in 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 that spot. You only get sweet tea to drink with your food. Like those places are better chicken than is Chick Fil A chicken. Now that you have expanded your your horizons and you eat more chicken, do you get what I'm saying? Because you were kind of offended at what I said on the radio. I mean, I love Chick Fil A. I mean, Nashville is known for hot chicken. There's Hattie B's. That. There's yeah. There's Hattie B's. There's Party Fowl. There's a lot of different places here. And people swear by it. I mean, the lines are incredibly long all day. There's almost nowhere to park, and there's guys that are you know lined up a quarter of yeah. a mile down the street at lunch to get into a place where, again, there's really nowhere to sit, like you mentioned. I think Chick-fil-A is the best fast place to go get chicken, and it I is. absolutely love their food. I truly do. Um, and, and I haven't changed in terms of how good I think it is. I understand your point as well. Like I, What you're saying is not incorrect. It's not. It's a different kind of chicken. 
There's no fast food chicken that even comes close. And, and may, may I just clarify? Yes. I, I'm please. also, uh, this is Justin here, I'm, I'm also not anti-Chick-fil-A. I'm getting a Chick-fil-A in my hometown. I'm excited about it. I like it. It's good. I'm just, I just don't think it's as great as everybody says it is. And I'll, I'll push back a little bit even too. Like It's really good. I think Wendy's chicken sandwiches are just as good, if not better. Okay, now you've completely I've never had lost me. I'm not a fast food guy, Jeff. I, I, so I've never had a Wendy's chicken sandwich. My favorite fast food item. What was just item, said was blasphemy, Jeff. That was one of the dumbest comments that's ever been made on this show. And this is a show that's hosted by Clay Travis. I, I like <laughs> I, I, I like uh, sourdough Jack from from Jack in a Box and In and Out Burgers. I'm like that's like El Pollo Loco. Oh, I've got yeah, a bury. Well, I've yes. got a bury the college football hall. I, I, I got I, I, I got to bury the college football hall of fame right now. Why? They gave me a cookie on the way in. They yeah. gave us like a warm cookie on the way in. We walk in the door like 10 seconds after they hand it to us. There's a woman at the door. Y'all can't eat in here. Then why what? did you give me a cookie oh, we, 10 we, seconds before I walked in the door? Like, what? I, I love the College Football oh, I, Hall of Fame. I, I, it was a I blast. Don't give me a cookie and then tell me you're not allowed to eat this. I'm like, all right, well, I'll put it in my pocket, and by the time I get to it, it won't be warm. It won't be soft. It won't be anything replicatable of what it should have been chick-fil-a you should at least let us have the cookie inside the college football hall of fame or just don't bother to give us the cookie we got alex marvez coming up we'll talk more nfl talk some antonio brown and what adam silver had to say about nba competitive balance stick around having fun on a monday here on fox sports radio fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Also brought to you by TrueCar this morning. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. Of course you do. And with TrueCar, you have a true star on your roster. And that star is not going to be leaving New Orleans like Anthony Davis. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. This is the Outkick the Coverage Radio program, Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com, the iHeartRadio app, 24-7, 365. Who knows when you're listening to us? If you subscribe to the podcast, just search Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis, and you'll get all of that content pretty soon after we're done every morning. And we, this week, with Clay Travis in Mexico, Means Jeff Schwartz down in Charlotte. Played eight years on the offensive line in the NFL. At Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. I'm Jason Martin. Used to be part of this show at Zone on Twitter. This show is nuclear, and I'm lucky because Dub Yarbrough is not faking a heart attack in the other room, so I don't have to not respond. <laughs> I saw, that video was, I, was of Clay. With it. He, like, he, didn't just, he just, he, I don't know what I would have done, but I don't know if I would have just done nothing. I would not have reset the segment and so just the kind video of sat show, there. The video didn't show that. The video just showed the video of, of the prank just showed Clay like it, was, it didn't show him trying to reset though. And that's what Danny said happened, obviously. But it, I wish the video would have showed like five seconds afterwards Clay trying to reset. Yeah, I wish it had as well. And I got the same thing from Danny. I walked in Radio Row as maybe ten minutes after that happened, and Danny came over to me after the show and. Uh, we talked a little bit and talked about that incident. And I was I was proud of everyone that was involved from locking in, doing that to Clay, and and his response was was very very good. I what I was wondering is what is Clay's reaction because you know I've been around him and book guests with him, especially down on Radio Row, and we've turned down people that 
we just don't think the audience is going to care about. Yeah. And I'm wondering how he felt when he found out this old, like, former Rams manager for 50 years was coming on the air to talk about laundry. Like, that's that was the most, it's just like, why, Clay should have put the kibosh. I'm surprised he didn't put the kibosh on that and say, we're not doing that. Like, I, I would rather like, sit here like with Super dead Bowl, air than have that conversation. I feel like at Super Bowl, don't they just book guests for you and you just take them? No, you don't just take them. I mean, there is a no. incredibly talented woman that works for Fox Sports Radio named Cindy Katz who does just a right, tremendous job. Yeah. Yeah, and but she'll reach out. Like when I was a producer, she would reach out to me and say, hey, do you want X player? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, she'll be the first one to tell you this. Clay and I would both send a response, nah, not really going to matter to our audience because no. we've never been big on on guests that weren't going to say anything yeah. or some random D lineman from the Houston Texans coming on the team not named J.J. Watt or coming on the show not named J.J. Yeah, Watt yeah. or Jadevi and Clowney, for example. Like she, And there are other shows that would take everybody. We just weren't one of them. We never have been, and I don't think this show ever will be. So the fact that that guy actually even got on the air, to me, was the most stunning part of all of it. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it – was, maybe Danny forced him – did Danny know what was happening too? He had to have been in on it to some degree. I mean, I know this was this was Sal and Rachel and – the lock it in crew mainly but even so like clay could have said danny no knew. yeah i figured danny knew maybe, that's what roberto's telling us yeah maybe um fs1 told him he had to do this guest too it's like it's like i, I got it you know i gotta put this guy on um yeah it was uh it, it was it was amazing i i i felt like too that i showed my wife the clip and my wife is a nurse she's like he could have he could he should have he should have sold it a little bit longer my wife didn't give no one credit ever in life um i i thought it was fabulous he did a great job of make, of acting on it he legit seemed like he was having a heart attack and clay's reaction was just oh it was amazing i feel like they could have even held it for like 10 more seconds too Justin, pop on the mic and tell us what you just told me in the chat window here, because you know more about this than I do. Yeah, Clay was saying that the the president of Fox, I don't know if it's a Fox or of FS1, but uh, called him personally on the phone and asked him to do the interview oh. for oh, okay. for some well sort of you know piece for for next year's Super Bowl. Yeah, because, it was the president of FS1. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Well okay. done, all of yeah. FS1 so, to so get that, that very, done. Now it makes total sense. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, I was saying because that was. That was very good. Um, it was. It's hard to pull that type of prank off like at Radio Row. It's just hard to do because it's, it's very hectic there um, for people who not who during really... that time in the morning. <laughs> it's um, not as bad at that time. Yeah, that was like it was eight a.m. or earlier than that. Well, I guess it was on the East Coast, so it would have been in the. It would have been like eight or eight fifteen. I know that, so I it was starting to get busy, but at like five a.m. Do it for the prank. I was pretty impressed with right. them being up so early. Yeah. So so good job by them. Also, Clay, I had Clay on to on my show here in Nashville uh, a week ago, Friday, and he told me he wanted me to come on last week and didn't end up happening, but he wanted me to go after Danny, and Danny's not here to, to defend himself, so it's really easy to go here now. Danny wow. apparently had a whole lot of fun at my expense because I got sick at the Super Bowl uh, and ended up having to leave a year ago in Minneapolis, sick. and Danny was, was taking victory laps and talking about hangovers and talking about all these things and then guess what happened the week after the super bowl danny got sick and missed two days so clay's like so you actually made it more during super bowl week in the aftermath than danny g did nice job hashtag Um, future unemployed laker (laughs) 
But you didn't show up at the Super Bowl. I mean, you were there. I was. I saw you that morning too in Minneapolis. You were, yeah, that media party. You know, well, uh, we'll get to that first night. By the Tuesday night, I got in town for for Atlanta. And the media party was that night, and, and Clay was like, "You, you come to the media party," and I was like, "All right, sure." I went to bed at nine twenty four. <laughs> I was like so tired away from my family. I'd just been in New York City and I just slept. It's so nice every now and then to get like just a day away from the family just to sleep like in your in a different bed and just go to bed whenever you want. Turn the air conditioning down really low and just sleep. Yeah. I didn't get to I didn't get into Atlanta until Wednesday this year and I didn't think about it at the time, but it's possible that that was intentional. It's possible it's like, you know what, you're gonna skip the media party this year. You're gonna come in on Wednesday and you'll do Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So that's what happened. But Clay's in Mexico and and that was a lot of fun. I saw that video after the fact, but it was great. The best story to come out of Super Bowl week was easily the lady who told him to F off. And that whole story was just like the the audacity of someone to A well to, to be a, a, an aquarium while while also while also uh, angry about the fish being held captive and then to yeah. voice that opinion to a random person by way of being cruel and mean is just amazing i don't have the balls to be like that person me either i i, I just clay seems to attract it don't you think i thought for sure that person was was actually like knew who clay was because i get that a lot sometimes like you you work for with clay oh and like they get all like people get all like clutch their pearls about it yeah um and and uh i thought that was someone a direct shot at clay but no it was someone who was who was upset because the fish were being oppressed in the giant aquarium that they're in well i don't know if there's a ton of well i know the photo i saw yesterday was them on the beach the family on the beach so there's fish down there as well hopefully he's dodging the activists <laughs> down in mexico with his family he'll be back on monday so Jeff, we talked about being pro-player or anti-player kind of in the first segment and being sort of on the opposite side of social media when it comes to the Anthony Davis situation. How are you feeling today about Antonio Brown as this continues to unfold and then the latest part of this is this weekend when he goes on social media, makes comments about Ben Roethlisberger that I'm going to go ahead and tell you, he's probably right about Ben about what he said about Ben Roethlisberger but the Antonio Brown situation just continues to baffle me in terms of how it's going to end what does this guy want does he want out of Pittsburgh what exactly uh, is he trying to get accomplished at this stage he yeah heck yeah he wants out of Pittsburgh the problem in my in my view about Antonio Brown doing this is one he's still under contract and he's still under contract for many years like the Steelers don't have to trade him and we saw what the Steelers did with Le'Veon Bell last year. They, they don't care. They'll play hardball. They're an old-school franchise. They're not giving into demands of players. And if they don't get a good offer for Antonio Brown, he'll be a Steeler next year. I promise you that. Um, and he's ruining his trade value right now. And this is something that's, that's interesting about sports. And it really, a lot in the NFL, I think, but we see in the NBA now with the Lakers not winning and the Pelicans not winning. Winning hides a lot of warts. And as soon as you stop winning... In, in locker rooms that are kind of um, volatile, like the Steelers have been at times, is this is what happens. Guys go off the rails. They start voicing their concerns. They start talking about the future. And I don't know what why it's gotten to this point for Antonio Brown. I mean, the Steelers owner, Art Rooney, is in Florida right now. And originally, Antonio Brown was, was not going to meet with him, refused to talk to him. And now, eventually, they are going to end up meeting but I don't get airing grievances on Twitter 
it doesn't make Antonio Brown, in my opinion, look like a hero in this debate, right? It makes him look petty. It makes him um, look like a bad teammate. And I understand if you're upset that Big Ben can do what he wants and say what he wants. Yeah, I mean, he's the quarterback. The thing that's always interesting to me, Jason, about about just kind of like athletes and social media in general is is like the idea of fairness, right? So Antonio Brown wants it to be fair, right? He wants to be able to have the same voice that Big Ben has or have the same salary someone else has or have it like someone else or whatever, right? You want it to be fair. Well, life is very rarely fair, and people that have high-profile jobs that make more money, that are in charge of more things, get to do different things in life, get to say different things in life, have a different scale of punishment for the things they say. And Big Ben has gotten to a point in his career in Pittsburgh where he's allowed to criticize teammates. I'm not saying he should be criticizing teammates. I'm saying he gets he's allowed to get away with criticizing teammates publicly. I don't think Big Ben should, especially after they lose to the Broncos and he throws right. you know an interception to lose the game to a defensive yes. lineman. He shouldn't be out there blaming his wide receivers. I'm not saying Big Ben should be doing this, but the idea that Antonio Brown is saying, well, he's acts like an owner, well, he kind of is gone to that point of status in the National Football League where he's he is going to have an opinion about things. He's a franchise quarterback. He's won two Super Bowls. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He gets more of a say in things than probably you do. And that's it, it's not it's not it's nothing with fairness. He's kind of earned the right to be vocal. I don't agree with the way he uses that right, which is a two different things. But this idea that like that we I have the same. I'm a, I should be allowed to say the same as someone. It doesn't work that way in life. Life is not fair, right? You or you earn the level of respect that you can, you know, that you know certain things you can say or can't say. And Big Ben has kind of gone to that level. He can say it. I don't think he should be saying the things he does. So the idea that I, I don't and and, and the, the issue if you're another team trying to trade for Antonio Brown, in my opinion, is you see him doing this. So what if Antonio Brown goes to the Niners and Jimmy G is not playing well? Is he then going to go blast Jimmy G on Twitter and make fun of the? The porn star girlfriend. I don't know if he still has a girlfriend or not, but you know, is he gonna, you know, what's he going to do there? What if Antonio Brown goes to the Jets and Sam Darnold is not playing very well? What's going to happen there? I think you end up in a situation where teams are going to be leery or trading for him because everything that happens will be aired out on social media eventually if Antonio Brown gets gets upset or he can go on Facebook Live in the middle of a locker room talk by the head coach. Um there's a lot of issues there, I think, that he's hurting himself with his trade value by not just kind of like being quiet, demanding a trade behind the scenes and getting it done. Yeah, so why is he meeting with Art Rooney then? Is he trying to reverse well, I, that polarity I, I think, that's gone against him? I think I think that Steelers want to keep him. Well, I mean, I guess I understand that. I will say he's played nine years in the NFL, and he's a wide receiver. It's very possible, especially if he were to go somewhere else, that we have not just seen the best of Antonio Brown with what's been surrounding him and, and how prolific he's been, but we might have seen the very best by far of what Antonio Brown... I mean, nine years is not like this dude has just gotten into the league and just hit his prime. I mean, that's a long time to... I didn't realize he had been in the league as long as he, he had, was, but he's so been he's in like the league long enough for 31. other receivers to leave because he became the guy. He's, he's gone old enough to go from being the hero to being viewed as the villain in a lot of respects, because now Juju is the guy that's come in and become the new Antonio Brown to where Antonio Brown was to Emmanuel Sanders or Mike Wallace. No, I don't think he likes it at all. So, the, again, are you, if, you're, if, if the two options are wide receiver or Odell or Antonio Brown, I would trade for Odell in a heartbeat for many reasons. One, he's younger. Two, and I play with Odell, so I, I, I know the, the way he acts behind the scenes. He is not a diva behind the scenes. 
he doesn't, you know, yeah, he might be a little diva on the field, and I get why wide receivers are divas. I, yeah, we I, talked. Know, we've, we've, we've had that discussion. We both agree. Yeah, it's, it's the one-on-one, it's, like, like, trash-talking yeah, spotlight. You, like, like, you have to kind of be a little bit of, of self-absorbed to be in that position. But Odell is great behind the scenes. He works his butt off. He's not missing, you know, meetings or whatever, you know, Antonio Brown is doing. Not starting fights. And he's terrific behind the scenes. And so I really think that, that the trade value, if you're going to trade for one of those two guys – is going to be Antonio. I mean, excuse me, you're going to trade for Odell, and Odell's contract's not as good team friendly as, as Antonio Brown's is. But nonetheless, um, I think Antonio Brown's hurting his trademark. What are you? What are you trading? Like what? If you're a team, you know, if you look at teams that have cap room that could use a wide receiver, and I'm writing about this now. I mean, I think the Raiders make a lot of sense because mm-hmm. it's the Raiders. But again, yes. I was talking to a buddy about this too. Is if the Raiders have trade trade away Cleo Mack and Amari Cooper, why would they then bring in Antonio Brown? It doesn't make sense from that angle. Um I think the Patriots, by the way, are kind of a low key option for this. Um they uh he would do well in New England. I think they would, you know, get kind of this diva stuff out of him and just have him be a team player. Very fascinating to go. I don't know if they're going to pay a wide receiver like that, just kind of against what New England does. But that's a low key, interesting option for Antonio Brown in New England. Yeah. When we come back, we'll bring in Alex Marvez and we will talk about Antonio Brown with him. We'll probably talk a little Colin Kaepernick with him, maybe some Kyler Murray. Other things that are going on around the NFL. Always a great conversation. That's next. I'll kick the coverage with J. Martin Jeff in for Clay on a Monday here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Get rich or die trying. I think it's the 15th anniversary two weeks ago. Great record. Looked like it's going to be a great career, and I know 50 Cent's done pretty well for himself, but never had a follow-up to this, even though this was a good one. Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. We're brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices, and with True Car you got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz in for Clay Travis this week. He'll be back next week. He's in Mexico. Speaking of stars on our roster, one of the longtime guests on this show, friend of mine, he's all elite, Alex. Alex Marvez joins us. Alex, what's up, my friend? I am doing just fine, and hopefully Clay does make it back indeed. And by the way, if he is kidnapped, what is he worth? I mean, have we guys, have we done an office pool yet to try to figure this out? What's, uh, he worth to who, what's he worth to who? Well, right. That's what I'm saying. What's he, you know, what, like we have to try to come up with some sort of value for Clay, maybe even crowdsourcing some sort of fundraiser if this indeed. I'm not advocating the, the abduction of Clay Travis, but you understand. You know, look, we've got to have contingencies just in case, you know, <laughs> something happens. <laughs> Things can happen, Alex. That is that is for sure. So the Kaepernick news came down on Friday. We talked about it in the second hour of this show, and we didn't go down the political road. How do you feel about this right now and maybe the reckless speculation that came out on both sides once this thing, I'm kind of putting this in air quote, got resolved because we knew it was never going to a trial? Right. Well, and in fact, you know, obviously, and I know when you say trial, it really goes to an arbitrator, right? And that's yeah. what a collusion case is. And then the arbitrator makes a decision. And what, what inaccurate reporting that doesn't get corrected? Really? <laughs> wow. Interesting. How funny how that works in this industry. But yeah, I, I mean, look, so the reality is that, you know, with Colin Kaepernick, and there's a great, there was actually a great and responsible article at sportsbizbiz.com by Darren Heitner that pointed out, you know, why both sides would want this thing settled. The first is on the Kaepernick side, likely when, when the attorney comes out and says, oh, we're, we're going to find that smoking gun. Well, no smoking gun was found. In fact, not even sure if they found a 
candlestick in the study by Colonel Mustard, uh, as far as that goes. <laughs> but did they accumulate a, a bunch of embarrassing uh, email messages, maybe from the NFL, or perhaps things that, that were said in testimony that, if they became t- public, would make people look bad in the league? Absolutely. So, but for Kaepernick, look, if, if you get a big fat zero as far as this settlement goes, well, what happens then? So you get out while the getting is good, and, and Darren Heitner speculates somewhere between $10 million and $20 million was the settlement for Colin Kaepernick, not anywhere near uh, the $60 million to $80 million posited on Bleacher Report or the Mike Florio $49 million over-under uh, type range, and he's betting the over and things like this. You know, when people had a chance to look back at it, you know, it, it, look, it's a good settlement for Colin Kaepernick, obviously, and, you know, does this open the door for him to come back and play? The door's always been open. I mean, just because he had a collusion claim against the NFL doesn't mean that he couldn't have been signed. Eric Reed had the same thing happening with him. He's part of the same collusion case, and he's going to pick up a few shekels uh, for what happened with him as well. But it, it's never been about that. And as far as the attorney speculating upon, oh, where does Colin Kaepernick go next? Uh. Does, a team, does a team that doesn't – I know, I know, right? And, you know, so listen, you throw some teams out there. And the, the whole thing is this. If you think Colin – and this is my thinking – if you think Colin Kaepernick is a potential starter for your team, you go ahead and you take the plunge if you're willing to put up with fans canceling their season tickets for you to be in the, in the headlines both positively and negatively for all of this off-field stuff, and you potentially lose sponsors as well. Oh, and by the way, if you're the Carolina Panthers and you're trying to get some public funding to help build your stadium, good yeah. luck with some of the people who don't believe in what Colin Kaepernick stands for in their mind, okay? They don't see him as someone who's trying to make the world a better place and try to prevent social injustice. They see him as a commie sympathizer or something or whatever it is, however they want to perceive it or anti-American or all of this. But again, there's so much that goes into signing a player like this, but, but nothing changes in that regard with this collusion claim case being resolved. If teams could still sign him, now it's up to them if they'd rather have the Mark Sanchez's of the world starting for them like the Washington Redskins did, or if they'd rather have Colin Kaepernick come in and try to better their team. Well, the, the, the Patriots thing was just the worst take. I've, his, he's not going to be Awful. New England Patriot. Not going to be New England Patriot. I mean, Carolina, and to your point, they are trying to get public funding eventually for a stadium. That would probably be a bad option. The one question that a lot of us always have with, with, with Cap is, as you mentioned, that um, he, he's been able to play and just he hasn't. Has, has Cap wanted to play football? I know there's a lot of talk that he's in shape and he's ready to go, but just there doesn't seem to be a proactive um, campaign by Colin Kaepernick to get back in the NFL. Well, it's such a weird handling of his public persona, right? Isn't it? I mean, he uh, yes. shows himself out. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, he picks and chooses the media that he wants. When it was, it was beneficial, uh, you know, for his attorneys to have Colin Kaepernick working out. Magically, some reporters found out he was working out in Houston. Magically, they stumbled upon the high school by accident that Colin Kaepernick was at. Amazing coincidence how all of that worked out. But, you know, for a guy to put in time, and if indeed Colin Kaepernick is working out and we don't really hear of him going to any facilities, we don't hear of any of this stuff, and it could be kept quiet, but, you know, do you make it? how public do you make it that Colin Kaepernick is out there working two hours a day throwing passes? Do we hear from any of the receivers? that he's throwing to, things like this. And that's not to say he doesn't still have a passion for football. It's not to say he's, he's let himself get out of shape. You know, he's still apparently following a vegan diet, and, and he's, you know, apparently been able to keep enough weight on to make himself, you know, at least in the eyes of his attorney, a credible NFL quarterback. But that, that's a zillion-dollar question, Jeff. I mean, look, how much does he want to play? It's one thing to say 
you want to play, but then are there contingencies to this? For example, uh, does, does Colin Kaepernick, is he willing to tell a team, listen, if it means me having a job or not, no, I'll stand during the national anthem. That's fine. Oh, by the way, if it's a, if whatever salary, that's fine too. We'll negotiate. I want to do a one-year deal. I want to prove myself again. Let's put some incentives in there, and, and let's get rolling. You know, these are things that, that we really don't know. I do know a team that talked to him at one point uh, about a gig, and from what I am told, and this, this is secondhand, but I do want to point out as someone that I trust very closely, and I know the people he talks to, Colin went and talked to a team, and it seemed the, the team came away with the impression that his off-field stuff was a bigger focus for him than the on-field stuff, and they decided to take a pass on signing him. Again, that's a perception of a team. I'm not saying that that is, you know, absolute truth of where Colin Kaepernick's head is at, but that, that's, you know, how, how badly do you want to be in this league? How badly do you want to prove that you could still play football? How badly do you want to make a living off of it and use it as a platform to continue to promote your social agenda? Well, you know, a lot of questions about that as well. You know, and, and Jason and I have talked about this. It's okay if Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play football. Like, I think that we look at that as, as something, not we, I, I don't, but other people look at that as a bad It's fine if he wants to, to, to do social activism, fine. But the idea that he's out here every day hustling to, to, make, to get it back in the NFL, I just don't see it. So with that being said, Alex, what do, you, what do you think the chances are he does play again? I think it's near 0%, but what would your thoughts be about Colin Kaepernick being back in the NFL? Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. And let me throw this out there too. What if you're the Pacific, you know, Pacific Coast League, the football, that upstart league is a little bit of a bad example just because they have a contract with Adidas and Colin yeah. is obviously a Nike guy. But if you're trying to start an, uh, a brand new spring league, are you willing to make Colin Kaepernick the center of that league? In other words, can Colin Kaepernick create his own environment to be able to make money? If they put Colin Kaepernick playing in a pay-per-view football game, would people him. buy? Would people buy? I'm yes. just, hey, listen, I'm thinking outside the box here for this guy because, you know, if, if the report is true and if the Associated Press reports something and they actually have some credibility with me and Barry Wilner as well does a great job as our NFL reporter, he's reporting $20 million was offered by the Alliance of American Football for this guy and got turned down by him. But if you're looking to make a cash grab, yeah, you can go out there and try something like that. But as far as an NFL team goes, listen, I, I can't, you know, 32 teams have 32 different ways of thinking. And, you know, you never know. David Tepper, is he the guy in Carolina who, you know, brought in Eric Reed, didn't mind the stuff with, with the national anthem, and in fact signed him to a three-year contract extension at some pretty good money? Is, is he a, quote, progressive thinker that would bring in Colin Kaepernick? Of course, if you do that, remember, any team that signs Colin Kaepernick, even if you sign him as a backup, what's the next step? Oh, Colin's back in the league then it's going to be oh well why isn't Colin playing I know. You know, yep. he got yeah. the team to a Super Bowl so you might as well ju just cut the legs off of your starter right there as well so nah man he's still pretty toxic I still think I'm with you Jeff I think the possibility is about zero yeah Alex Marvez continues our guest here on Outkick the Coverage and what you just said I think is right he can't be a backup because the people that are in the Colin Kaepernick I, I guess the basket there with Colin Kaepernick aren't going to accept that either no because they continue to need more to say. I mean, Lincoln or Mark Twain once said, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and to remove all doubt. I look at Kaepernick and I think of this. I think we don't know if he can play. I don't know if he knows if he can play. But I can tell you that the narrative is a lot easier to sell when we saw a Kaepernick that we might not see now. If he comes out and he were to stink now, that would harm his narrative. A lot more people would not be able to defend him the way that they are now based on the fact that he once made a Super Bowl and had a couple of good years. So if he doesn't play again, to me, that makes it easier for him to be a martyr. 
Right. You're, you're right about that. And, and, you know, to continue to, to, you know, put it out that the NFL is banning me and continue to, you know, right. benefit financially from this sort of narrative, absolutely. And listen, what he does with any sort of money as far as giving back to, to his own charity or others and, and promoting causes. And by the way, I'm not against like some of the causes that Colin Kaepernick supports. I would love, you know, to, to see, you know, everyone treated equally by police. And unfortunately, there have been instances where some folks haven't been. And, and he's trying to draw attention to that, among other things. You know, there are other things in Colin Kaepernick's social stance as far as the praising of Cuba and some of the policies put in by Fidel Castro that cross a line with me that I have no interest in, you know, supporting this guy for. So all that being said, you're right. It, it does make it easier. I mean, listen, it just tells you a lot, too, when the Washington Redskins last year, they go with Mark Sanchez rather than Colin Kaepernick. And I get the argument, oh, well, he knows the verbiage and the terminology and come in and play quicker. But, I mean, right. really? You know, I mean, <laughs> so if you're willing to as a team, that, that is desperate for a quarterback and won't consider this guy and is willing to cut off your nose to spite your face, well, then, you know, you're going you're gonna to pay a consequence for that as well. But as each year goes by, Colin Kaepernick gets further removed from the game. He's a little bit older. And, you know, it's not easy, by the way, as a mobile quarterback when you get into your 30s to take the type of pounding that Colin Kaepernick did when he did play because that's when he was at his best as a run-pass threat. And then that was it. And then he's out of the league. What is he, 2-18 and in his final 20 starts? It's team yep. sport, yeah. but it wasn't a exactly like Colin was carrying a team anymore to Lombardi trophies. All right, let's move on to another hot NFL topic. What is Antonio Brown doing, man? I, I, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I don't quite get it. I mean, obviously he wants out, but the Steelers don't seem like they're going to trade him. I mean, he has three years left on his deal. I, don't, I, I just I don't get what he's doing. I think it's hurting his trade value, and I think the Steelers are going to keep him anyway. So this is just looking bad for him. Well, if you keep him there, what's the downside for the Steelers, right? And so do you have a guy who doesn't show up for work? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, do you, st- do you continue? This is a toughie, right, Jeff? Because, look, we have the Le'Veon Bell situation, and the guy wouldn't sign. And so you have that drama going on and how it did become an issue for this team because as the year went on and then when he didn't ultimately sign that that franchise tender like everyone thought he would and show up for for at least six games where he'd show up. Think about how the Steelers were left, you know, pretty much exposed at the running back position once James Conner got hurt and then, you know, sort of lost steam at the end of the season. They didn't have very much there. They did a very poor job, again, restocking the running back position in the absence of Le'Veon Bell. You know, Antonio Brown, you go to work on Wednesday, you're thinking on week 17 that you got him in the game plan. Then he stops showing up because Ben Roethlisberger yells at him because he ran a route wrong and he wanted everyone to rerun the play. And he walks away. I mean, so it's, it's really tough. If you want to try to get back to a unified locker room that isn't dealing with a lot of the outside BS and media speculation that there is in the past, you get rid of the guy, but each time Antonio Brown opens his mouth, it, it becomes more and more obvious he's not going to play for the Steelers. He doesn't think in his mind. Now, what Pittsburgh does gets tricky. Remember, under the collective bargaining agreement, because he's under contract, unlike with Le'Veon Bell, they can go after past money, they can file grievances, they can suspend him, all of these things can get really nasty. I just, you know, what, what's interesting is, and we are not privy to this, but did Art Rooney II, the, the Steelers president, who initially wasn't going to meet with Antonio Brown, but then Antonio changed his mind. I'm sure Drew Rosenhaus got in his ear, his agent. And, and, you know, was there something resolved? Is there a way to, to make this work where Antonio Brown can come back for at least one more season in Pittsburgh, be a relatively happy camper, accept it, and go from there? But, man, I, I just think at this point, if you're the Steelers, you just realize are you going to keep throwing good money after bad Keep him on your team, and then if you're, then the other thing is this: Who wants to take him on? I mean, look, that's my, that's my a Hall of Fame question. wide receiver, but yeah. it, but are you bringing in all of this baggage? And do you think you can handle it 
as an organization. I think some are better equipped for that than others. Yeah, that, that was my next question is, I just don't think the value is there in the trade market. I was saying, Jason, we had this conversation earlier. I know Jay Glazer reported Odell might be on the move eventually. I would trade for Odell 100 times out of 100 over Antonio Brown right now. Odell is not that big of a headache in the locker room. I know people see him on the field. He's right. fine in the locker room. He's respected. He works his butt off. He, he, I, I've seen him practice for you know years. He, he works his, he works his tail off. He's younger. Antonio Brown's gonna be thirty one. And you know what? What happens if you trade him to the Jets and Sam Darnold struggles and then he blasts him on Twitter? I, I don't see a lot of teams going out of their way to give the Steelers what they want for Antonio Brown. You know how many times Antonio Brown has played on a losing team, a team that finished with a losing record during his NFL career? Oh, uh, zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's oh, never yeah, played yeah, for they, a losing yeah, they were, team. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, Stillers have always been at least 500 in yeah. Mike Tomlin's coaching tenure, which is obviously the longest streak of any first-time head coach to coach a team consecutively without a losing record since Marty Schottenheimer back wow. in the 1980s. So it speaks volumes about Mike Tomlin, too, right, and, and the fact that he is a good coach, uh, despite some of these things and the way that he may, you know, approach the, the off-field distraction thing. But you're right, you know, does he blow up your young quarterback? Is this a T.O.-type situation? Where the guy, I mean, if he's throwing Gatorade coolers because Ben Roethlisberger isn't throwing in the football a couple years ago against the Jacksonville, what happens with a, with a, a younger quarterback, maybe like a Sam Darnold or someone who can't, quote, handle the, uh, you know, all that Antonio Brown b- brings with him? Listen, it's that fire and that passion that makes him so great, right, and that desire to be the best ever. And, and I respect that, and he's overcome a lot in his life to get to where he is. And, you know, and I don't know the man, you know, very personally. I do know this, too. Got some off-field things that have been popping up as far as the way he's living his life. Some, you know, police have been called a couple times. You know, his side claims it's the others or there's nothing to see here, move along. You know, that type of stuff. So, so what are you getting? And I'm with you. I trade Frodo Beckham Jr. over and over and over. Look, he may, again, he'll have his comments with the media and his quirks, but it seems to be a lot better than Antonio Brown, who left his guys high and dry in Week 17. He left at halftime of their final game with the playoffs on the line. Really? Come mm-hmm. on, man. Alex, you're the best, man. Uh, I love oh. coming back to host this show because I get to talk to you again. It's always a pleasure. Checks in the mail. Thank you, gentlemen. Be good. <laughs> that is Alex Marvez. That Alex Marvez on Twitter. Let's go out to Brian Finley, get a quick update, find out what happened last night in the world of sports. Thank you, Jason. Kevin Durant was not messing around in the NBA's All-Star game on Sunday. He scored 31 points, took MVP, and he and Team LeBron overcame a 20-point deficit to beat Team Giannis 178-164. NBA insider Dave McMiniman reported LeBron James went to coach Mike Malone at halftime to see if he and fellow players could leave the locker room and watch the rapper Jay Cole perform on stage. Malone responded, quote, I'll let you watch the concert if you promise to get your ass back in transition. Team James obliged. They gave up just 69 points in the second half after allowing 95 first half points. Bob Nightingale of USA Today writing, the San Diego Padres are prepared to shell out as much as $280 million on an eight-year contract for Manny Machado. Denny Hamlin wins the Daytona 500, a big day for Joe Gibbs Racing, who went 1-2-3. J.B. Holmes, who wasn't winning over fans with his slow pace of play, takes the Genesis Open at 14-under, one stroke ahead of Justin Thomas, who coughed up a four-shot lead. Tiger Woods tied for 15th, eight shots back. 
Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. UFC Sunday night, Francis Ngannou knocking out Cain Velasquez in 26 seconds in the heavyweight division. We'll be back with Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in 10 seconds, but first a word from farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now let's send it back out to Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in the Geico Outkick Studios. Appreciate it, Brian. Have a wonderful Monday. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Our thanks to Alex Marvez. we got one more segment coming up. We're going to go ahead and get to break because we kept Alex a little bit longer. But let me go ahead and give you a tease for the final segment. Uh, There is now tender for livestock. We'll be right back. Outkick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Final segment on this Monday, Outkick, the coverage. We're doing it live from the Geico Outkick Studios, as always. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. That way you can consume this show when and how you want, 24-7, 365. Just search Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis, also Outkick, the show get all of clay's content he'll be back on monday he's in mexico with his family i'm jason martin formerly the executive producer of this show you can find me on twitter at jmartzone jeff schwartz played in the nfl for eight years he's at jeff schwartz on twitter so the tease of all teases before the last break and somebody dropped quite a doozy uh in response to it on twitter to me which is quite a joke which i'll get to in a minute but this from reuters a tender inspired app is helping farmers match up potential partners for their cattle called tutter a mix of tinder and utter it lets farmers swipe right on cattle they like the look of they are then directed to a web page where they can browse more pictures and more data about the animals where before they can actually decide to buy there's milky yields protein contents calving potentials all sorts of various things, and apparently this website has listed over 50 million pounds, as this is happening in Britain, $64 million of livestock feed and bedding in the last year. So if you're not finding anybody on dating apps, just so you know, cattle are getting the job done, <laughs> so you might want to step up your game. And Jeff, the uh, what was tweeted to me in response was, Tinder is already Tinder for livestock with all those cows. Oh. Thanks a lot for that. Happy Monday. Yeah, we, need, we need to get our Animal Thunderdome going the rest of the week. Oh, we're going to. Okay, I good. was looking for stories. The problem is, when you come in on a Monday, you don't know what the last Animal Thunderdomes were done on this show. Correct. So I didn't want to go back and do the same one, so I'm letting a couple of days go by because... I just don't want to rehash the same material. I have been guilty of doing that in the past, even when I was on the show. Like on a regular basis, I would say, I've got an animal Thunderdome, and I would mention one. Maybe I was sick the day before or out, or maybe I was even there and just taking calls and missed it completely, and Clay buries me for that. So I'm waiting a couple of days, but we'll hopefully do some animal Thunderdome tomorrow. 
So we got about a minute, minute and a half left in today's show. We will talk plenty more. NBA second half is going to start up here in a couple of days. We'll talk some LeBron and whether or not the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Maybe we'll find some answers to this Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, all these other guys that are still without work and what money is out there and maybe what money is is not out there. There's a lot of things. AAF week two, Jeff. I didn't watch a second. I also didn't watch a second of the first week. I don't know if I'm in the minority or not, but I'm very curious how many people cared during week two. How much of this have you actually gotten to see outside of just like the various social media highlights we've all seen? Um, I watched Zero this weekend. I was 2-0 and gambling on it this weekend, so we'll, that's, well, good. that's decent enough. Um, I think, I think the, the I, people watched it, but I feel like the uh, opening weekend ratings boost or bump, whatever you want to say, or is not going to carry over. It's good football. It's, it's good to see these stories, but for me, it's not appointment television. I'm not taking away time with my family or my wife to watch the AAF. My wife might divorce me if I did that. Yeah, I'm just curious, and maybe we can talk about it a little bit more tomorrow, how many people watched it the first week. We're just watching it out of the curiosity factor. Saw what it was, said, okay, I mean, this is okay football. It's cool to see Trent Richardson back on a field, but that kind of satiated them, and then they did not come back. We'll check some of the ratings maybe and and see what's going on there, but it's going to be, I don't don't know what the long-term propositions are, but it's good to maybe have football to watch. we got plenty more coming up tomorrow on Outkick the Coverage. J. Martin Jeff still in for Clay for a couple more days this week. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.